I don't care if you've been whining about PlayStation themes all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times of Pity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Fighters. Coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Blue. And she leaned up to me and whispered in my ear, well, you willing to die to fuck this pussy? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> 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 on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on threes and fours, Kronos. In Russia, Borat trolls you. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle, we got your boy Stitch. Oh, Very nice. Oh, man, I can't even think what I was going to say. <laughs> he threw up my whole flow with that. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, we got the old engine in the world, old ninja. In the heat of the moment, it is permissible to go ass to mouth. Not only is it permissible, it's recommended. Oh, dangness. Kronos, take us away, stats. All right, listen of the week would be uh, Shoot Captain PL. Thank you very much for listening. And in the chat, nobody is there yet that I can see. Let me refresh the screen as I am speaking, but I don't think there's anybody in the chat yet. Did y'all tweet out? Did y'all twat it, tweet it, twat it? Facebook, it did, 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 did. I don't know about Twitter. Okay. All right, we'll do that that as we're we're going. Before before I turn it over to Old Ninja for uh, the pouring out of malt beverages, uh, quick shout out, Chronos. Uh, uh, we're on a new uh, platform, aren't we? We are. We are officially on iHeartRadio. So y'all know we try to get on every single platform as possible. Uh, a few weeks ago, we went on to what was it? Amazon, and hopefully we'll be on Audible as well pretty soon. And this or last week, we started streaming on iHeartRadio. So anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find this podcast. Does that mean if you got one of them Alexas, uh, you could just be like, "Hey, bitch, uh, play Black and the Black Times Infinity." I think you could have done that before. Um, yeah, through I think Amazon. You've done that before. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm pretty sure if you ask her what's the dankest podcast on the internet, she'll say us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, old ninja, what you pouring yeah, out, our, and who's it for? Podcast is part of because Alexa has like some feature for podcasts, and if you search for our name, we usually will come up. Oh, somebody has Alexa that's playing right now. <laughs> we just yeah, to hear her. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> can I serve? All right, old ninja, take us take us uh, to some uh, RIPs. What are we doing? Oh, uh, so <clears throat> we'll pour out some uh, some Mickey's this week for uh, David James Redford, uh, also AKA James Redford. Uh, known by his friends as Jamie, by people close to him. He was an activist and a director, and he is one of the sons of Robert Redford. Uh, He's directed six documentaries, such as Happening, A Clean Energy Revolution, and produced 11 documentaries and TV shows, such as Man vs. Ford and The Kindness of Strangers. Uh, his wife has stated that he has passed away due to a bile duct cancer of the liver. God damn. He was 58 years old. Apparently he was born with a weird bio or a weird autoimmune, um, disease of the liver. And he was diagnosed in 1993 and it's been in, it's been with him for a while. And he passed away this past week. All right, people. 
next up, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, next up, we have Tony Lewis, uh, co-founder of 80s British rock and rock band Outfield. Uh, Tony Lewis passed away. Uh, he was a co-founder of Outfield with uh, Alan Jackman and John Spinks, who was uh, passed away a few years ago. Uh, they wrote hit songs such as "All the Love," "Say It Isn't So," and "Your Love." The single "Your Love" being their most popular single, which has been played, which is still being played this day, and is still being featured in motion pictures. Usually, I think Adam Sandler uses it in all of his '80s like throwback uh, movies or flashbacks. Uh, their debut album "Play Deep" came out in 1985. Uh, Lewis is working on a new album, hoping to come out in 2021. Uh, earlier this year, uh, meaning earlier 2020, he released an uh, acoustic album. He was 62. Good shit. That, is that it? Uh, well, there, there was another one, but I don't have the information on this one. This one is a personal one to the cast. I don't know if this person cares to share, but that's on them. Yeah, um, 2020 has definitely been a bitch for my family. Um, I actually just learned that my grandmother on my dad's side passed away. Um, she passed away at the age of 98. Um, yeah, she was she was up there in age, and she actually outlived two of her sons. Um, if you didn't know that, my father passed away um, back in June, I believe. Um, I can't even think of the date, but uh, he passed away in June. But then my other uncle, my uncle Larry, passed away like a good uh, seven years ago. So she outlived two of her sons. She still have two daughters that are still with us, living and kicking. Uh, she was a great person. Every time I went over there, to like even when I met her for the first time, she welcomed she welcomed me with open arms. Um, she was the sweetest old lady. Like she would say, "I love you." She would give me hugs. She knew my name every time I came in and stuff like that. She was very coherent. Um, and I unfortunately I didn't have the chance to be able to taste one of her sweet potato pies because everybody raved about her sweet potato pies. But unfortunately, by the time when I met her, she was at the age where she wasn't really cooking anymore. But Everything I heard about her, she can throw out in the kitchen, she can make some collard greens, she can make some, some sweet potato yams. Thanksgiving was off the hook at her house. Like everybody would come over and have some of uh, Grandma Blue's food. And she was an amazing lady. Like from, from what I've learned from her, she was an amazing lady. And just thinking about how, how old she was and like all the stuff I'm learning about like black history and everything that happened here in America. Like, it would have been cool to be able to, like, pick her brain and just see, like, what she's gone through and, like, what histories and stories she could tell me. But, unfortunately, like, I didn't have a chance to do that. So, uh, R.I.P. To, to Grandma Blue. Rest, rest in right. power. Um, should, should we kick it off with the dank news from just a little while ago with Borat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um... break, break this down. That was your intro, Kronos. Break it down. Yeah, so apparently in Borat 2, there is a scene with former governor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, um, oh, doing... Uh, mayor. Mayor. As I say, governor... He's a mayor. My, my bad, yeah. Mayor of New York. Um, Rudy Giuliani, because uh, he was on... Borat basically trolled him, and he made it seem like Borat had a, a daughter... And the daughter was interviewing Mayor Giuliani, and apparently he started. Mayor Giuliani laid down on the bed and started putting his hand on his pants and saying some stuff. And he and the weird thing is, is that in July I remember seeing something from his camp saying that oh Borat tried to troll him, but Giuliani, you know, 
totally ducked him. But then the story comes out with photos, by the way, of him putting his hands on his pants and this woman in front of him in a hotel room. And it's just like, whoa, like for real? Like they tried to get ahead of it, but it was already, it's like way too late. And even still, like to this day, he's trying to, like today he posted that. He was trying to put, he was trying to tuck in his shirt into his pants. I'm like, who lays down on a bed to tuck their shirt into their pants with somebody else in the room? Like, seriously? Uh, like, that don't make any sense. Get out of here. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see when the movie we'll see when the movie comes out, but it's it's not looking too good for Giuliani, who's also the uh, quote unquote lawyer for the current president. Yep. Uh, the other, I mean, I haven't seen the whole scene, but I've seen some screenshots of it. Girls looking real fucking young, and I don't well, yeah. I don't know the whole context of, of it. She's I, I believe this is an actress who's yeah. playing a, a role of someone being being super young like teenage. 15 yeah but yeah, so apparently fucking shit Giuliani is a creepy ass 70 plus year old man he's no fucking yeah, spring had, chicken apparently she had told him so the way that it broke down is that they were in the hotel room together and like you know she made him a drink and stuff like that and he was sitting on the bed and I guess he went to t- he was taking off his mic or something and um I guess he, he, they had hidden cameras all in the room and stuff like that, and Borat was on the other side of the door. And she had told the mayor that she was only 15, even though she was an actress and she was actually 24. But um, yeah, I guess right when he, right when he started to put his hands on his plans and do whatever he was about to do, uh, Borat bust into the room and was like, hey, hey, she's only 15, she told you you were 15, how about you just go ahead and fuck me? That's all I've that's all I've, I've seen so far, but it's it's some fucked up shit if you really was thinking to go off and have sex with this fifteen year old. I mean, yeah, even if, if if the cameras are hidden, and you thinking that this was like on the up and up and legit and not some Borat movie, seems like he was about to do this. Like, yeah, that's not outside the realm of like speculation or anything. That's that seems like a legit. That's the like situation we got yeah. going here with and, this dude. And him saying that he was, you know, possibly taking his microphone off. I'm like, I mean, not with like a 15 year old in the room or any any woman in the room. Like, you take it off in the bathroom if it's like that into your clothes. You know, it's like you don't just start undressing yourself in front of somebody. Like that's nobody does that shit, especially if somebody you don't know. Yeah, that's some, even even to go up to the room with Hanson, with her. like kind of... Sorry, even, that's, that's even to go bad. up to the even to go up to the hotel room with just you and fucking her. Yeah. Even yeah. with an invitation, I'd be like, mm, where, "Where's your parents?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Stitch. Yeah, that, that's how they caught a lot of people on that How to Catch a Predator. That's that I'm saying. That's how they caught people on that How to Catch a Predator show. Like uh, Chris Hansen would have him talking <laughs> online and in the chat room and everything. It's How to Catch a Giuliani. And Guy would come over with some beer and some condom. <laughs> yeah, and then all hell would break loose. It, it's really crazy because it's like Giuliani's had had like a weird career in itself. He was notoriously the the mayor of New York City during 9/11. So I mean, it, that's kind of when he. I mean, obviously New York being the, the city that it is, being the mayor of New York is is a really popular, like well-known position. But being the mayor when that 
historical event happened, Giuliani was damn near a hero to a lot of people for that time period and then the years afterwards just because of how he handled the entire situation and everything. But after that, he just completely went off the deep end with some of his, the things that he would just say and do. He got in a lot of scandals involving like uh, extramarital affairs and stuff. Uh, he actually did run for president at one point, um, I believe back, it might've been during uh, Obama's first uh, term. I, I think he actually was at one of the debates and stuff, but he just sort of just kind of went off the deep end further and further and further. And he, even before all this, there was stuff he was putting out about like conspiracies and all kinds of rhetoric. And he, he became your, your crazy uncle, except he should be smart of that because he's a fucking lawyer stuff but he's just brainwashed now and now he's doing crazy shit with potential underage actors oh wow and he also married his cousin apparently his second what cousin what the fuck i mean whoa on some arkansas shit <laughs> well apparently uh, he didn't know well, he said he didn't know and they got annulled after that but it's just like holy jesus so apparently, so wait, if if I'm correct, it's illegal to marry your first cousin, but it's okay to marry your second cousin? It depends on of, where we're talking about. State? Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that varies from state to state. That's why I mentioned Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, man. God damn. Yeah, this this ain't a fucking good look, but I tell you what, it makes me want to see this Borat movie even more now. <laughs> I didn't even uh, like the first one, to be honest. Really? What? Oh, the God. first one was hilarious. Oh my God. Uh, I, I just took it as like, being annoying, but I mean, it had his moments. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the other thing that was a trip, I just, I heard about him, what was it? I think it was this past week, um, where his daughter was coming out talking about, hey, the daughter of Giuliani talking about, my dad is crazy. I don't support him. Yeah. He's a fucking nut job. You know, I mean, the daughter was talking crazy reckless. And this is a, an adult woman, you know, about about her dad in, in public, doing interviews and shit in the in the media. Um, he said, old boy's had a hard fucking week or two. Well, I mean, ever since, I mean, it's, he's had a hard for a while, but, you know, when he was yeah. sitting there double speaking about stuff the president did or didn't do and just like totally contradicting other things and then flying to the Ukraine. And even now, even like with all these, you know, the, when the photos came out he's all he's talking about you know hunter biden it's like nobody gives a shit about hunter biden like i don't know why these the republicans keep trying to like nail hunter biden on some shit like uh, nobody gives a fuck like so maybe some republicans do but the vast majority of people you know what they do give a fuck about not being able to feed their fucking family and dying yep. from a deadly virus yep. that the, the entire government seems to have fucked up that's what we care about i don't care how much money hunter biden might have taken from the ukraine or anything like that when if you want to do a full investigation and then prosecute the guy feel free to do that you haven't done it yet we'll wait for it but until that point we have bigger concerns you know but you want it this is just a distraction for america depending on one single guy that has he's not running for office he might have fucked up yeah yep. but if he did like i said put him on trial yep well and if just to piggyback on that because I, I i agree with where you're coming from Cronus, but like, if you're, quote-unquote, the president's lawyer, you should be about defending your client. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with Hunter Biden? You know, it's like, defend your guy 
it, it's not about political attacks on their opponent. It's getting your guy out of, uh, you know, lawsuits or criminal investigations or civil investigations. That's what your job as a lawyer for somebody well, no, is. Well, th this, right? is what, this is what this current, you know, political cycle has done. Is that for some reason on both sides, but it seems especially on the Republican side, at least this time around, is that the Republicans will do something fucked up, like especially the president, something really egregious, and they'll say, well, oh, some Democrat did something like this too. And it's like, mm, okay, my mom told me two wrongs don't make a right when I was like fucking four years old. And it still applies to this day. If somebody did something fucked up on the Democrat side, it does not excuse what somebody did on the Republican side. They're both wrong and both deserve to be either prosecuted or have something done to them. But it does not excuse that behavior at all. The fact that somebody thinks that that can happen doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. And, and you have to prove things, too. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you can't just throw out wild, you know, allegations, as we've, as we've talked about on this cast for years and years and years. That speculation and wild allegations with no, no proof whatsoever. Uh, a lot of that is just smoke and mirrors and some bullshit distraction, like you mentioned. So, was Hunter the, was Hunter the one that was, I guess, un honorary discharged from the army? Cause I remember the whole Obama, not Obama, the, the Biden and Trump debate. He had brought up some shit about uh, Biden's son. I know one passed away, but the other one had like, I guess, like a drug problem or some shit. I don't know. It was hard to get all the information straight. Yeah, I don't think that he. I know he died from like cancer or something like that, and he, and one of them had a history of drug abuse, which the president decided to make fun of him for. I'm like, mm, I mean, just because somebody abuses drugs doesn't necessarily make them a totally bad person. <coughs> you know, they just they're it's it's a mental it's a health issue that they need to deal with. A, I mean, this is a problem that most Americans have is that we associate somebody doing drugs as criminals because our current criminal system is fucked up but it's really a health and a mental health issue that needs to be addressed and the fact that he wants to call people on that when like millions of americans are going through the same thing we can get into the whole purdue oxycontin thing i just got released today it kind of goes in those same lines is that we're not treating these things as health issues we're treating them as criminal issues and it's wrong and and it always depends on the fucking drug There's yeah a different yeah. set of circumstances uh, di different set of rules for uh heroin versus uh, weed versus uh, oxycotton or oxycodone or yeah. whatever. No, I mean, if, if you're doing other shit while you're, you know, abusing drugs or whatever, like you're beating the shit out of your wife or your kids or getting in a car accident, fucking up other people's life, then yep. yeah, obviously. But those are those crimes cover that kind of stuff. That's why I always had a problem with when people want to talk about, you know, we need to make sure these drugs are illegal so they don't do fucked up shit. It's like, but those other all that fucked up shit is already illegal. So what's the point of, of doing it? Like if somebody wants to get high, I don't really give a shit. Just don't do, you know, don't beat up people. Don't kill people. Don't, you know, st don't uh, rob people. You know, those are all already laws that we have on the books. So. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm with it. Uh, so yeah, Gi Giuliani, weirdo, uh, at best weirdo, possibly, possibly into underage girls. I'm going to, I think that that's not outside the realm of, of speculation. I'm saying possibly. But th that's not a fucking good look. You think someone's 15 and you're in your fucking 70s and you start uh, opening up your pants or pulling on your pants, whatever the fuck. Yeah. You, oh, just, you on some weird, sick shit. To go back to what uh, Blue just said a second ago, Bo Biden did get discharged from the Navy Reserve after failing a cocaine test. Okay. So it was a cocaine. Well, so, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, hey, you you know, things happen. Yeah, not, not defending it, you know. Nope. Um, can we get into PlayStation for a second? God damn it! Because holy fucking shit! Uh, what was it? Was it two days ago or was it one day ago? Time moves funny. You talking about the PlayStation? Oh, it was like a couple. I think it was on Monday. Pretty sure Monday? it was on Monday. Okay. Yeah. So two days ago, PlayStation, and I want to emphasize this, released a free. Black Lives Matter BLM theme that you could choose to download <laughs> or you could choose to say, fuck off, I don't want to download that. Like the hundreds of other themes that they've had on PS3 and Vita, PlayStation 4, and they'll have on PlayStation 5 in a month. But for whatever reason, racist reason, uh, the internet wanted to cry and, and, and complain that this was uh, the worst thing in the world. What did y'all think? Man, people snitching on themselves. That's what it comes down to. They, they, they're telling on themselves about how they really feel. And uh, it's just a sign of the times and everything. I mean, people are just, have been feeling way too comfortable in their racist skin and felt the need that uh, they don't need to stay in the shadows anymore over the past couple of years. And um, this is just one of the latest examples of people being, as, as they like to always claim so-called liberals do, being triggered about something that they could have selectively just not gave a fuck about. Like, it's, it wasn't like you turned on your PlayStation and were forced this, uh, this, this whole screen that was forced upon you saying you have to have this now as a required uh, software update in order for you to play your video game. Like, none of that happened. It was just like, oh, hey, if you'll want this, this is here. Or whatever, and people just lost their shit. I, I mean, I don't know if there's like an, an a quality background with like a rainbow flag for maybe Pride Week or something there like is. that. There I, is. I, exactly. Well, I'm, I'm sure there might have been, but cool, good, awesome. Like, I'm not, I'm not personally gay, but I, I don't care if if they promoted that. Awesome, good. I want people to if, if someone wanted to download that and have that as their theme. For the PlayStation, awesome. That's cool. That's good. Good for PlayStation for, for representation and giving people that option. And if I didn't want to download it on my PlayStation, I don't have to or whatever. I mean, but of course, people are just assume that when another group has equality or is being represented, it means that they are now being taken down for some reason. It seems it, people don't understand that like equality means getting other people that are not on the same level as you up to their, up to where you're at in life. It doesn't mean bringing you down or anything. And, and people just can't seem to wrap that around their head and just get all pissed off. What's so crazy Man. is that when Facebook or when PlayStation posted the image on Facebook that they had the, all the hashtag Black Lives Matter theme, right now the comments are sitting at 45,000 <laughs> Forty-five fucking thousand comments, and like, if you go through it, it's it's there's racist shit in there. Like, one, I, I was reading through some of them. One person was like, "Oh, like I want an All Life Matters uh, theme, or whatever." And I was just reading the paper trail on that one, and holy shit, like people that like people are saying like, uh, like All Life Matters is it's just racist, and people are like, "Why? How is that racist?" And it's like because of this. Like every time Black Lives Matter stuff happens, it's always All Life Matters that's coming up with some kind of random shit. But when it shit really goes down, All Life Matters never there. Some people are saying like, uh, I mean, one person said something along the lines of, you know, I was behind All Life, 
Black Lives Matters until they, they set a car on fire or something like that. I'm like, what oh the fuck? Like, how did that change your mind? It's because somebody started a fire. Like, you're on the wrong side of history, brother. Um, what you got? To, to piggyback on uh, what Blue was talking about, I, I saw people were posting some, some person. I have no idea who this person is, but they're saying the two big things that I, I take away from most of the comments is uh, there's this person that's apparently the head of Black Lives Matter, and this person has like a felony rap sheet or something, and it's a female, it's a black woman, and they're saying that this is the person that's leading Black Lives Matter, and this is the people that you guys follow, this is what, funny, this is the person that tells you to go out and loot and stuff, I'm like, wait, what? There are no like, leaders what? in Black yeah, Lives I'm like, Matter. <laughs> I've, ne I've, I've never seen this person. Oh my God. And I was like, I, I don't can't know say anything off so much. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen this person do a call to arms like the guy from the Proud Boys does. I didn't see any of that shit. And then the other one, the other major comment that I see, it's usually echoed throughout the comments, is that the Black Lives Matter movement is a terrorist. Or no, they don't call it a movement. They say Black Lives the Matter Marxist, is a, blah, is blah, a blah. terror. They say a terrorist group. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. Because they loot and destroy and all this stuff. I'm like, mm, apparently you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's more, it's not as black and white as that. There's a lot more involved in there. If you actually did your research or actually read something, you would know that it's not, it's not all about that. It's not about destruction and terror, even though sometimes that does happen. But that happens at a lot of different rallies. It happens, at, that it happens at fucking sport, sporting events. Get the fuck yeah, out yeah. of here. Yeah. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers are a terrorist organization because when they win championships, fucking people go out in the streets of LA and sometimes fucking tip over cars and shit. Like it, it's just it's just dumb, disingenuous logic like that that just really aggravates me. And we've said it before plenty of times where it's like Black Lives Matter is more of a statement and a a philosophy rather than an actual like political hard set movement that i've said for fucking years now i feel like i don't know there's to me there's no fucking leader for black lives matter who is it or whatever they're like oh the, the leader says can you give me their name can you can you tell me who this person is are, are why aren't we out there arresting this so-called person if there's this, this this leader that you claim causing all this this havoc and chaos because they know it's it's fucking bullshit. i mean not to get go back to the political aspect of it but fucking the FBI director would be all over that shit. Just like how he said, yeah. uh, this, this whole Antifa thing that you guys keep screaming about, yeah, it's, there's, there's not really, it's, it's not really a thing or whatever. It's more, there's no head leader of Antifa. It's just kind of like a, a, a sort of random generated thing. It's, it's just completely disingenuous. And then for the All the Lives Matter crew, when, when they say that dumb shit, they just, they just say it as a counter argument. They're not actually out there doing shit when, not when, damn thing. no, when, oh. when, I don't even know the kid's name. Was it Cannon or some shit? When, when, when people were getting all pissed off about that and just like, oh, justice for Cannon, blah, 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 blah. And they haven't said anything after, after three days later, they were just like, oh, yeah, what, what? I, I'm just going to change my profile picture back and, uh, forget about this, this whole called counter argument that I self created in my head to try to tear down the, the Black Lives Matter. Uh, the, the most okay. I've ever seen the hashtag All Life Matters do was post for pop videos when fucking the K-pop group took over that fucking hashtag. That shit was fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, just yeah K-pop's done that a couple times. 
Let Kronos get in here. Yeah, just Go real ahead. quick. I mean, because when people talk about the, the quote-unquote leaders of Black Lives Matter, what they're talking about is, is the founders. But they're not leaders. Actually, if you actually go and like read on their website and go through any of their organizational structure, they purposely don't have a leader. Um, they're decentralized, which is a problem that I have with the, with the group is because they're decentralized. And that because of that, um, you have all these weird factions that can claim the same name, but do different things. So that's that's one of the major problems with the group. But they want to have it, you know, uh you know, not organized for a purpose. Because I, I totally get it. Because when we tend to organize and have an actual leader, they kill us. So, totally get you there. <laughs> like, I mean, we can go down a whole list of names of people that just got fucking disappeared or shot or suicided or whatever. That and me black and, and trying to bring people together. But anyway, the, the actual founders is uh, Alicia Garza, Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi, and uh, Patrice Colors. And I, I read the book um, uh, of Patrice Colors. Um, I think that's, her, that's how you pronounce her last name. Of yep. uh, when they call you a terrorist, mm-hmm. and it's a really good book. Like I think that if people really took the time to sit down and like really understand who these people are, then they will understand more about the movement. Because when people say things that oh well, they're Marx, it's a Marxist organization. Well, no. However, the the people that founded it, especially Patrice, she she is a Marxist. Yeah, that's totally true. And she talks, but the problem is that people say that and they'll just totally you know that's the be all end all the conversation. They're not interested in hearing about why she's a Marxist. Yep. But there's a, there's a clear reason why she's a Marxist. And to me, it's totally understandable. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with Marxism. But from her point of view, seeing how America has fucked her family up in particular, I totally understand where she's coming from. But the fact that nobody wants to, you know, on the All Eyes Matter side, they just want to say, oh, she's a Marxist. And then they're not interested in seeing exactly why you're part of the problem. Like, you're part of the whole system that fucked her life over and you don't you're not willing to educate yourself on what our society did to her family in particular i'll just give you a quick snippet her brother was um mentally disabled and he was in and out of prison for a long time they were not giving his not giving him his meds they let him go crazy basically and he was in jail they brought him to one of his trials tied to a fucking table while he's spitting and going through this entire fucking crazy episode you know um, and that's how they, they deemed him fit for trial was having him, you know, on a gurney strapped down and having a, a psychotic break. They didn't, they didn't help him at all when he was in and out of prison. They didn't help him at all. And they definitely didn't help her family out at all. She grew up poor, you know, so you tell me why somebody would grow up like that see a system that we grew up in and think that this system works. It didn't work for her or her family. So educate yourself on that shit before you start talking shit about the founders, not the leaders of Black Lives Matter. So really, really quick before you go in, um, the person, the link or I guess the public uh, records was for this Alicia Garza person. I guess apparently she has like a semi rap sheet, but people refer to her as a leader, but... Apparently, the overall Black Lives Matter movement is decentralized, like Krona said, and has no formal hierarchy. Yeah, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, for, uh, first of all, I got to give you props, Kronos. I really appreciate the fact that, hey, you took the time to read the book. Uh, you know, that, that's half the battle right there. You know, these are from the, the founder's own words. If you care to learn about them, just read it. It's a short book, When They Call You a Terrorist. And you don't have to agree with absolutely everything. I don't agree with absolutely everything. I will say uh, some of the things I don't agree with, they they have a 
very overt third wave feminist uh, philosophy. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I don't always agree with everything about that. Certain things, sure. Other things, no. I'm not going to go into all of that. But what I want to be really fucking clear on, there is nowhere in their platform or from the co uh, from the co-founders itself of the of the group where they are saying try to commit these acts of violence like bombing somebody or shooting up some uh, you know a station or whatever it is because blah 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 system blah 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 is, isn't fair and racist there and and, and I want to be clear about that when we talked last week about terrorists like the vanilla ISIS in Michigan, they had plans to kidnap a governor. Yep. And and they and they were rightly so apprehended by the FBI and called terrorists or suspected terrorists, and they'll have a trial and all of that because of those actions. Yeah. You don't have any evidence of the founders and co-founders of Black Lives Matter trying to kidnap Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, and do anything close to that. And that's, I, I just need to be clear that it's not a, it's not a, oh, this side this and that side this. And if they do do that, then I'll be right there with you, you know, some of you and be like, hey, fuck this group. If you're advocating and promoting the planning of like taking out a governor or kidnapping a governor or uh, taking out a police chief or get, if you're advocating that, I, I'm, I'm never going to be with you whatsoever. And I know everybody on this cast is going to be with, uh, on board with that. Yeah. But I have not seen written or heard statements from any of the co-founders or anybody like that saying that that's what they believe in and that's what they want to see happen. Yeah, and, and to be like extremely clear, like I, you guys know me, like back, in, back when Black Lives Matter first started, I was like, okay, like I don't, the organization I'm not really down with because like things that they were doing, especially when I think it was the Bernie Sanders thing where they took the mic from him. I was like, that's fucking super disrespectful. So, like, that alone, I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, seriously, like, I understand, like, the whole, the statement that you're saying. I agree, yeah, black lives do matter, but some of the stuff the organization did, I didn't agree with. So, I was like, you know what? Why don't I just, and, and I heard about all the socialists and Marxist shit, and I was like, well, why not just educate myself in this fucking group? And so, that's why I read the book. And I think that's what any rational person should do, instead of just sit there and be like, oh, well, fuck that, and then have the... Not even the, the smallest modicum of actual facts that go on with the organization, but to just look at the uh, headline the, with this headline era journalism. Look at the headline. You think you know everything about this group, but you don't. You know, it's like with the whole like with the Proud Boys thing. Like when people said, you know, Proud Boys wasn't a big deal, blah, blah, blah. I knew about the Proud Boys from like a long time ago from uh, Gavin McGinnis. And I knew that they advocated violence. I didn't think that they were a um, white supremacist group, but from his own words... The man said that one of the initiation things is that you have to go out and commit acts of violence. So, and people still want to give excuses about this group saying that, oh, well, they're not white nationalists. I'm okay. You can say the white nationalist thing, I can totally understand you because they say, oh, there's people in there that are of different ethnic groups. I got you. Okay. I'm not, I'm not even going to try to argue that point with you because to me, it's irrelevant. But what they do do, do do, is they, <laughs> is that they commit acts of violence. And that's part of that group. And if you're okay with that, then we ain't cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the Vanilla ISIS group, I, uh, they released, I guess, some of the training videos or something. I don't know if you guys saw that where they're they're hopping out of a PT cruiser, like it's a goddamn uh, SWAT vehicle. Not a PT vehicle. cruiser. It's like a it's PT a cruiser. A PT yes. cruiser, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and like they released some more. 
<laughs> like a what? Dim Jam about Peachy Cooter with like a scene out of a rap video or some shit? <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's it's embarrassing. Like it's it's high level comedy, but um, they release some more of the details and essentially they 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 also uh, some text messages talking about how they were gonna kidnap her, uh, possibly just cap her at her door, or and then bring her out into this lake and put her on trial or whatever for treason and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, this is a potential assassination attempt if you yeah. if you're one if you if you're talking about like it's just one step away from from making this whole sham trial for for treason where your judge jury and exec, your your kidnapper judge jury and executioner uh for treason which according to a lot of these crazy people and it's punishable by death and shit and it, it's just being glossed over and i mean we have captain orange at the at more rallies can lock her up and stuff from a, a a victim a potential victim of a of a seriously violent crime that was stopped by the FBI and we just enjoy just it, it's all fun and, and games and he's just kidding around with with his political base again saying lock her up and oh I I, I suppose uh, something bad might was going to happen it, it's 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 ridiculous I really hope in the next two weeks. Or is it two, three weeks that uh, this all comes to a fucking end soon? Here we are. Here we are. Did um, but real, real quickly, taking it right back to just PlayStation, uh, Sony can do whatever the fuck they want. If you're gonna like um, cancel your PS5 pre-order, that just means more PS5 for <laughs> yeah. pre-orders for the rest of us. Um, yes. And trust you me, I would not be surprised if Microsoft and and Nintendo. Uh, shit, PC, who, everybody uh, does something very similar. I mean, you, you're not going to be able to escape, you know, without having a uh, theme that you may or may not agree with that, that is completely voluntary on your gaming device. You know, like, this yeah. doesn't hurt anybody. What's amazing to me is that I'm pretty sure most, you know, Asians are like, what the fuck is wrong with America, like, still shitting on <laughs> black people? Because, like, to them... Like, we're a huge part of their, like, pop culture. Like, if you go to, like, Korea and parts of Japan, it's like they, they take a lot of our pop culture and they, they still, like, if you look at any, listen to any K-pop right now, it's basically you're listening to 90s R&B. Like, yep. seriously. And they, they don't make, you know, they're not trying to skirt around it. They'll tell you, you know. <laughs> and I, I think it's amazing. And, like, we, America is looking so fucking, we look so goddamn stupid today in 2020. Like, we're fucking up the whole coronavirus thing we're still shitting on fucking minorities you know it's like why can't we get our stuff together in this day and age it's, it's totally amazing how we went from in, in a matter of of months we went from being the top of the world to the laughing stock in a matter of months and we still yeah. have the the head dude saying that everything is okay i mean it it's not i mean the guy's sitting there overtly <laughs> lying to us there is a documentary out called uh, y'all gotta watch this documentary it's called uh totally god i forget the name of it but it's basically denial no Mm -hmm. it's called like totally under control totally under control Mm -hmm. gives you an exact timeline and comparison of the covid19 response from america and a few other countries namely um south korea because it's a it's a fair comparison because uh we had our first cases on the exact same day and it wow. is astounding. It's embarrassing and astounding how much America has just 
fuck this whole thing up from our senior leadership because our senior leadership leadership didn't do anything right. We had a playbook. The hilarious thing is that South Korea used our own playbook to get shit done. And we just threw it out the window. There's still no national strategy. And that's where we are, where we are today. I've said it for, for fucking months. It was This would have been easy to get under control. I'll, I'll tell you the same stuff I said last time. All you have to do is fucking test everybody. When you find out who's got the fucking Rona, then you contact trace them. Whoever the fuck is contact trace, you test them again. And you, everybody that's positive, you isolate them. It's real fucking yeah. easy. It's real yeah. easy. But instead, you have... <clears throat> no national strategy because we don't have any we didn't have any testing from the jump we had testing from um the cdc early on but they fucked the test up and that's why we yep. had that month-long thing i'll even tell you why they fucked up there was three tests that we that they had we only needed two two tests were supposed to be for covid19 okay and they sent out mm -hmm. it was an n1 an n2 and an n3 the n3 test was a test for coronavirus in general so the first two, though, N1 and N2, it was just for COVID-19. Okay, so the CDC early on sent out all these test kits to all these manufacturers. Like, okay, test these tests, and this is how you're going to find... These are the biomarkers. We got the biomarkers from China. And these are the biomarkers you're going to look for on these three tests. The next yeah. day, people were like... 90% of the people that got those tests they were like, hey, something's wrong with N3. Like, it's, it's all messed up. It's not working. Please help us. Turns out it was tainted. And and they were like, okay, can we just ignore the N3 one? And they came back with, CDC came back with no, because this is an emergency authorization. You have to do it all by the book. So we waited an extra, almost a goddamn month for them to say, oh, it's okay. Just toss out the N3 one. And that's when you saw the ramping up when it was in uh, mid-March. Yeah. And it was just like, and that's when it was already, should already hit the fan. You know, because when the first guy, when the first guy got uh, infected in Washington, they were like, oh, well, he didn't really see anybody. They came up, they came up negative. But they only tested, the, they only contact traced him from the time when he said he had symptoms. But he came from Wuhan, and he had business meetings. He had business lunches. He was traveling all over the place. He took a ride chair home. You know, so th there was a lady that's like a, a mathematician. She said just from the initial start of his contact tracing, it wasn't like 56 people. It was basically 2,000 people Yeah, that should have been tested that never got tested. The administration... It's like that scene from uh, from a part when the when a, when the neighbor had the nosebleed and like he goes to the airport and that one drop of blood and they just showed like the contract contract tracing of that one symptom. So that's uh, basically the breakdown of the coronavirus. Yeah, it's, yeah. the the, administ the administration said that testing wasn't a good thing. If we remember, yeah. this was a few months ago when he said, "Oh, it, it, testing almost he, he almost made it seem like testing causes." more coronavirus cases yeah <laughs> so it's like fundamentally they're just stupid to yep. even like we need testing and then to just completely spin it around like testing is bad or whatever the only reason why we have these cases is because we have testing or whatever it's like just idiot logic yeah and i can't expect them to like put in plan a place to have contact tracing and and, and and figure out where it's going and map this whole thing out when they can't even get get off the fucking ground and determine that testing is good it's, yeah it's just mind-blowing i'm i'm with all of everything every, all of you are saying for for me 
I'm, I'm gonna go back to just human fucking lack of empathy. Yeah. When we saw fucking Italy on fucking fire and Spain on fucking fire with cases and the morgues and filling up and the hospitals being overrun and all of that fucking uh, nightmare scenario shit in I think March, late February, whatever the fuck it was. And then immediately, maybe three, four weeks later, we saw New York in the tri-state area going through it. And that was no alarm for a whole lot of the country. They were just, ah, it's just New Yorkers basically. Yep. Didn't give a fucking shit. Now, some places, like we've given props to London Breed uh, in San Francisco and a few other places, uh, you know, Seattle got it under control and whatnot. But a whole lot of places are just like, that's because New York has too many people and fuck New York and whatnot or fuck Spain. No empathy whatsoever and no, uh, hu you know, humility and being able to understand, hey, let's learn from Italy. Let's learn from even China. Let's learn from New York. And then let's follow some type of precautions. We, we just wanted to rage out and be like, yeah, fuck this. You know, wave a flag and say mass and testing are bad. Well, it, what was even We're more? Dumb. What was even more infuriating is when when they started breaking down like the whole PPE thing. So the PPE thing is like something that uh, you know part of it was obviously part of it was was on the uh, President Obama administration, but part of it was also that they declined actually implement getting more PPE. I think those Republicans declined it because there was like supposed to be a bill for it to get more PPE, and they're just like, no, we don't have the budget. So. Um, and, but in three years, in three years, oh, they yeah. weren't supposed to yeah, yeah. resupply. Yeah, I. That's what I was gonna get to. Like, okay. they were giving warnings. By there was a there was only one U.S. manufacturer that could possibly make um, the N ninety three N ninety five mask, and the guy was sending out the warning sign, the like emails to everybody they could in early January. Like, listen, I have like five machines that still work. I can make these um, these N ninety five masks for you. This is good. This is looking really bad. Can you start placing orders now so we can get this done? And they were like, nah, we're not going to place these orders. He's like, but you need to place them now, you know, because it's, it's going to get really bad. And he's, they were, the government just said no. And then remember, remember like early on when they, were, when they said, oh, you don't have to wear a mask. Do you know why that was? Because they, I don't remember they wanted to keep the mask. Probably because medical people yeah because they, because we didn't have any and it would cause mass hysteria if we all tried to rush yeah. it yes is because is because the first responders wouldn't have the mass and that's why i yeah. said people stop trying to buy masks it's because they couldn't get them and the u.s wasn't manufacturing them so that that's when you saw people um like governors in different states where they had to secretly fly over fucking masks from china remember that they had a, the new england i think they had to use the patriots fucking yeah. airplane to secretly go buy the shit on pallets and bring it back yeah. because the U.S. government wasn't helping them because they kept trying to say, remember the Emergency Use Act? And they're like, oh, yeah. we don't want to force manufacturers to make things that they don't want to make. No! this We're talking about fucking human lives here. Force them to make it. Like, what's more important than human lives? Seriously. Well, here, well here's the other thing, too. Oh, you're the, uh, you're wait, the government. You're, you're, the, answer you're the government. Property. Oh. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're the government. You can also pay those manufacturers. You can give them tax credits. You, you can do all kinds of things yeah. to reimburse them financially uh, and incentivize them to manufacture it. It's not it's not even just a handout, in which should happen. But you could you could you could do all kinds of things to make it happen. You didn't want to. We, we did get a whole bunch of ventilators, though, because uh, Trump still can't stop fucking crying about that shit. Which is which is stupid because listen, if you're on a ventilator, you're probably gonna fucking die. And if you come off of it, you're yeah. probably gonna have some debilitating issues for the rest of your goddamn life so when when president trump sits up, sits up there and says oh we have plenty of ventilators nobody that needed a ventilator 
um, didn't get one, but plenty of people died on them. Do you not understand the difference there? People are dying on those things. That's like the last thing before death for most people. And those people are dying alone away from their families. And the fact that he doesn't even want to talk about that. And I'll say it again on his podcast. He says that, you know, one death is too many. Then how many is fucking almost a quarter of a million? Yeah. Like, I, it, it, that, that alone, he should, he should step down. If one is too many, but you have almost a quarter million people, why aren't you stepping down, Mr. President? That's, I, I, that's I, the size of Fremont. We all know this because we're all Bay Area folks. That's the size, roughly, of Fremont mm. in less than a year. Uh, uh, that's literally the size of a European country, like a small European country. Go so like Lithuania. Literally, <laughs> yeah. uh, not where they do, not where the chicks are fucking horses, prodigy. Oh, uh, it's one of those other natural, natural state, natural well, country. Kind of, it's kind of crazy that that documentary you're talking about, Kronos, uh totally, totally under control. Right now, it's sitting at 100 percent on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's really good. It's it's messed Go up. Good. Yeah. I saw. I saw. Uh, he, uh, I forget who was that called him out on it, but he was like, I think I I rewatched some of the. Um, the town hall debate, and we have a we have a I guess the final third debate coming tomorrow. I don't think it's gonna happen. But I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know. If it does, it does not. It's, it's still gonna be a shit show because one, we got a we have a female, a black female moderator, which is just gonna make for uh, prime time hilarity because he's gonna try talking over her, and it, it, Twitter is gonna be on fire during that whole process. But um. I, I just, I, and I'm, I'm almost numb to some of this stuff because I saw he, I guess he retweeted this whole thing about how maybe Bin Laden wasn't killed by the fucking military oh, and stuff. And I, my, my brain like exploded. I'm like, you're the president, right? <laughs> you could probably make a phone call, not even dial out. You can just hit like the intercom extension and be like, yo, um, we killed Bin Laden, right? Okay, cool. Like, instead, but instead, he's floating out these fucking conspiracy theories that Bin Laden might be alive and shit. And then I saw the the dude, the 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 sold one of the guys that was on like the uh, the steel team was like, "Yeah, I was there. He's dead." Yeah, like, there's. Like, I'm pretty. There's there's a I'm there's a sure about that. There's a video of it. He can look it up because I could look it up when I had a fucking top secret clearance. He, uh, I think he had also yeah. said that like Obama had like the filthy six people killed <laughs> to to cover it all up too. It's like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, come on. I, shit, I remember when it went down. Like, almost every news outlet have talked about they saw the picture of Bin Laden with the gunshot to his head. I guess, and like, and I know Anderson Cooper has seen it because he was talking about how he can't show it to the public, but he saw it. I think like the entire if you watch HLN, almost the entire newscast, like um, Nancy Grace and um, all the other people that are on there, they all saw it. Uh, there's there's a bunch so, of people that saw it. But it doesn't even matter if we saw it. Like, do you not think that Bin Laden would be like, yo, y'all motherfuckers didn't get me? Like, oh, yeah. he's just like in, in hiding somewhere, like just like. He come busting out like the he come busting out like the Kool-Aid man saying, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, like it, it's like it's some big conspiracy to hide the line. But you like, gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand the mentality though. If you're a conspiracy nut job, it, it doesn't really matter what what what's going on. It, you're gonna say the Earth is flat. Uh, you're gonna say 
you know, uh, you know, Barack wasn't born in Hawaii, regardless of what the birth certificate said. You're, you're going to say that, you know, pizza means there's a whole secret pedophile ring or whatever. At, at oh, the top yeah, of the, dude. the Democratic National You're going to say anything. And, and there's not going to be a whole lot of rhyme or reason or logic to it. And it just sounds truish to you, no matter how crazy and quickly uh, disproven it is or debunked it is, you're just going to be like, yeah, that sounds cool. I want to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, that whole, I mean, I've seen a couple of these uh, conspiracy theories. I mean, I've been kind of following the, I heard it, I, I thought it's pronounced QAnon, but I apparently yeah. pronounced Canon, yeah. I guess. And I'm just like, Q-Nan. what? Like, yeah, the basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's spelled Q, capital Q, capital A, N O N. It's QAnon. And apparently, it's is it QAnon? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's basically uh, this whole. It literally sounds like a Hollywood movie where <laughs> Donald Trump is basically in office, and he's the only one that can fight um, the people that are running a pedophile ring run by Hillary Clinton, or no, the Clintons, and like a bunch of other people, and like he's been giving messages through his speeches to his uh, soldiers or whatnot that where he's the only one through their help that can take down this whole ring of pedophiles and uh, government or the Russian government that's running in and all this shit. I'm like, what the what? fuck? He's doing this it from the, sounds like the premise to um, uh, the Angel is Fallen series, that kind of shit. He's doing it from the inside because there's plenty of videos of him and pictures of him with Epstein. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, he's doing it. From, yeah. yeah, he's, do, he's, he's like, the what's the best way to catch a pedophile? In. Be one yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's just... And I'm like, what? And what's fucked up to me is that the whole Proud Boys thing just threw more fucking kerosene on the fire that he was like, it adds to this more like crazy um, conspiracy theory that he's some kind of like savior of the world or something. Like he's like literally out there with the like Captain America with the sword and shield out there battling these people. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like he isn't doing none of this. And apparently. A lot of these theories have been debunked, but yet still, um, there, there's no apparently about that, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's literally law enforcement people wearing um, merchandise and other apparel from this QAnon like theory thing, and it, it's kind of creepy because they're really high. Lot, there's a lot of people who believe wild as shit. There's no fucking doubt about it, um, but. Look, man, you can't, you shouldn't be, not you can't, I guess, you shouldn't be fucking commander in chief, leader, the most high, the highest position in the world, and be like, yeah, that's a cool theory, retweet, or let me say oh, something. Oh, yeah, no. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you could be Joe Sixpack on, on your, on your, uh, in your double wide in, in, uh, in Arkansas, you know, talking about it, I guess. You know, like, as long as you don't like get how, crazy violent, but you're the leader of the free world, so to speak. I like how Trump can, he can post all kind of crazy, like, like fucking Mama Cleo lady with the fucking witch doctor healing factors or some shit like that. Like he will constantly post shit like that, but that motherfucker does not post any kind of goddamn facts, like shit that's like legit science back type information. I mean, even now, like 
him and Dr. Fauci are at fucking at wit's end because he's using words that Dr. Fauci has said that taken to completely out of fucking content. And then like there's a shit that new shit with um that his son Donald uh, Trump Jr. did with Ice Cube and uh, Fifty Cent, where oh, they, yeah. they photoshopped both of them wearing Trump 2020 hats, and like it's it's not even like if you like they show the original pictures, and they're they're like just wearing like normal hats, and this guy somehow photoshopped Trump's name on them and shit like that. It's just fucking crazy. So I want to give I want to give a little context to the whole Ice Cube and uh, Fifty Cent thing. So. We talked about 50, uh, Ice Cube, I'm sorry. We talked about Ice Cube last week about his contract with uh, black Americans. And a lot of people were saying that Ice Cube is apparently supporting Trump, which he clearly did not say several times over. Uh, he In the past week, he's had numerous, uh, a couple of televised and a couple of live stream meetings about what he really meant about his thing, about his uh, stance. And then... 50 Cent apparently tweeted said he's going to vote for Donald Trump because of tax reasons, basically. So I mean, I have no problem with with 50 doing that because I mean, 50 is a rich fucking man. 50 is not the American fucking person. 50 is a is a business person who, who I think it was Vitamin Waters what he he was on and then he sold he that for, a, minute. for yeah. a shit ton of money. So yeah, 50 is in a different tax bracket than most of us. So if he's saying like, yo. I don't want to pay fucking 40% of my income in taxes or whatever. Okay, that's fine. He's at least making his decision based on what he believes is best for him. That's completely fine. I have no issue. I mean, you're free to vote for whoever you want to. And if that's why 50 wants to vote for him, that's 50 can can do that or whatever. If, um, hold on, just real quick. If he's actually yeah. pay, if he's actually paying 40% in taxes, um, he's doing his taxes wrong. I'm just saying, <laughs> for real. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just threw out the. I mean, I have no idea what. what I well, just know fifty is is rich as fuck. Well, no, I mean that's um, that's what so his, I, his that's what his tax rate would would be. It would be like in the forties, because I've been there. But it's like nobody pays. Like if you have if you make that much money, you pay less taxes. Like that's just that's the problem though. <laughs> so you're paying seven hundred fifty dollars <laughs> worth of taxes. <laughs> Yeah, keep going. Unless you got a China bank I mean, account. But. Yeah. At least, you, at least you're paying some tax instead of seven hundred fifty dollars a year, or none at yeah. all. Like, mm-hmm. the... anyway, sorry, Stitch. Go ahead. No, um, now, he, now he's got to pause. I forgot what it was. Oh, uh, the, the whole. Well, we only had, I guess, some information about the actual, uh, the platinum plan, the platinum car wash plan, or whatever uh-huh. it, was, it was fucking called. It's like Jesus fucking Christ, and then uh, he did an interview on, on I guess the Roland Martin. So wait, show, wait, who, or... are you talking about Fifty Cent or Ice Cube? Which one are you talking about? No, Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, Fifty's fine. I, I have no issue with, with Fifty or whatever. I just my, my whole thing when we talked about it last week was uh, the whole contract with Black America that I didn't fucking I sure as fuck didn't sign up for, and I didn't know what the fuck was in this so-called contract. It just seemed pretty uh, grand Jewish. To fucking say, oh, it's it's the contract for Black America, whatever. And I, I brought it to to the president's uh, office when I don't know what the fuck's in that contract. And apparently, the the contract was, was two pages long worth of of stuff that he couldn't really explain. At least when he was on the Roland Martin show that I, I saw the the like maybe like ten minute video of. So um, it looks like essentially they just made it into a photo op where it's just like, yo, look at this. Yo, Negroes, look, we got a black person in here that's that's uh, meeting with with Trump or whatever. You you like Ice Cube, right? Well, Ice Cube likes Trump, so 
vote for Trump 2020. And here's him in one of our hats and we just photoshopped with him and another popular rapper that you guys like. So it's, it, it just seemed really just like a, a desperation effort to, to try to piece together Ice Cube with this with, with Trump. And if I was Ice Cube, I'd be pissed as fuck. I mean, he can't do like in his NWAs and roll up in there with a bat, like how he did uh, <laughs> did Jerry in, in NWA, but it, it's fucked up for, if, especially if it seemed like Ice Cube was taking this very seriously Yeah. and good for him, but it, Trump should have at least met him halfway or at least pretended to fuck it. Well, I mean, I can't even say pretend, but at least have the, the decency to at least hear what it is that he's saying respectfully rather than just kind of make it a, a photo op and, and just fucking kind of make it Trump look, I mean, not, make Ice Cube look very clowny. In a way, well, I mean, I, it felt kind of bad. It's funny. So I knew about the, the the platinum plan. It's like it's one of those things that they say, you know, their, their plans. It's just, it's just like their healthcare plan. And I'll pull up something for you. Um, this is uh, this is a tweet by Donald Trump and Kelly McEnany um, talking about the healthcare plan that they have. And you see this this there's a photo that I'm I'm showing, and it's basically uh, Kelly McEnany show, giving her a, a very large book um, that is the healthcare plan of Donald Trump that he's been talking about for three or four years now about the, the, the things that he would do to fix um, the healthcare plan that, you know, President Obama did to replace the Affordable Healthcare Act. But if upon further inspection, if you look at the actual book that she's opening, um, the pages appear to be fucking blank. <laughs> so that's what I think the platinum plan is. It's a, it's a plan with a name, but no substance behind it. It's like when they, uh, when when he was in his uh, hospital, whatever bunker or quarantine room, hard at work, and he, they zoom in on the paper, and he's just signing his name on a on a blank piece of paper, like he's like he's reading or doing some some shit like that. It's just like, come on, like we we know we know your your cornball trick. Like let's let's move on with that. Yeah, yeah, but well, well said. Um, I mean, I I I would I would strongly prefer. Uh, black uh, intellectuals, doctors, lawyers, economists, uh, healthcare uh, engineers, etc. Black Tony Stark, basically, uh, to put together a comprehensive plan uh, and get the political will and go through all the trials and tribulations to, to make that uh, a reality. Now, I, I said last week, I didn't have any uh, belief that this would manifest into anything and it doesn't look like it's going to manifest in anything and that's my biggest issue if it turns out to be something great but because it's not going to then all of this seems like a, a complete fucking waste of time and so if there's no tangible results what are we fucking doing yeah but i mean we, we can say the same thing about the other side too though so let's i mean let's keep it fair the other side wasn't interested either at least they're at least they're more honest about it though <laughs> At least they said, you know, we'll wait after, you know, the, uh, the yeah, election. It, yeah, it, that's that that's entirely right. Saying the the Biden Harris camp saying, you know what, we're we're running a campaign right now, Ice Cube. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, once there is an election, uh, you know, the election is over, then we might be able to talk. Don't call us; we'll call you. I yeah. think that's totally fair and within their rights to do so. Even, and even if Trump had said, hey, I'm running a campaign right now, uh, I, you know, Ice Cube, 
maybe we'll talk later after after November third. That's also completely fair. I think at the time but, was he wasn't running a, there's nothing a campaign. Tangible that's coming from this. I think at the time though he wasn't running a campaign. He was running on oxygen. So let's just be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. can, can we talk about my girl AOC? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. This blew up. Yes. Yes, my 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 government crush AOC uh, decided to uh, get on possibly the hottest mobile game of 2020 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> uh, she, I guess, her and her her team um, put together her, her Twitch profile and uh, announced it. I, I think it was maybe on a Friday or Saturday. My days don't get all confused up, but. Um, she wanted to promote uh, people to go out and get out and vote and, and everything and, and encourage registering to vote and, and the importance of voting and blah, blah, blah. So she uh, tweeted out that uh, she was going to get on Twitch, set up a Twitch profile, and she was looking to, pe- looking to play Among Us and signed up on Twitch, and that shit blew up. And I watched a little bit of the stream just to just sort of watch what was going on on there just to just for because I was bored and it was just entertaining. But uh, she got, like, I think she's at six in... In one 24-hour time period, she got 400 something followers on from when 430,000. 430,000 followers. Uh, I checked right when the cast started. It was it's at 600 something now. But and then uh, I think it's in the top four all-time Twitch streams for uh, largest concurrent viewers at, at one time for her hopping on there and playing this this mobile game. So I, I thought it was really cool to watch her. Uh, reach out to, to younger people and uh, tell them about voting. I mean, I didn't really hear what she actually said about how it was important to vote and everything. I just wanted to watch her play the game and do a couple rounds or whatever. But uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool, it's a smart idea for politicians to use gaming as a, as a platform to reach people. Um, I think earlier in the week, Joe Biden uh, had a little crossover with like Animal Crossing. <clears throat> Um, it had like an Animal Crossing island. Oh, and, that, was, uh, that was months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's it's a it's a cool sort of way to, to campaign and uh, reach out to people and stuff like that. I mean, it's sort of thinking outside the box. It's uh, gotta get getting, them weebs. Getting with the times. Yeah, exactly. Weebs, weebs vote too. <laughs> uh, I thought it was are you talking, cool. about, are you talking about AOC? Yes. Yeah. My my bay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Twitch is important. Uh, it's a huge fucking platform. I think maybe it was back in 2016. I, I think it was 2016 with Bernie getting on Twitch, not for gaming, but he did some kind of thing uh, thing on Twitch. And he's fucking ancient. He's a goddamn dinosaur. Um, it, it's a you have an engaged audience uh, that skews fucking younger, and uh, they're fucking uh, mad about it. Every most people are in, in their homes any goddamn way, but you can do it on mobile or whatever. Twitch is fucking popular. It's hot, no matter if it's Among Us, Fortnite, whatever. Uh, if you feel like gaming and, and uh, want to reach a bigger audience, this this is a great platform to fucking do it, man. I love Twitch. You know? Where are we going next? So, yeah. Uh, uh, we- I, I want to actually, actually, you know what? There was some kind of weird big news on... Uh, that came out today on the in the world of DC. What the f- are they bringing back Jared Leto? Is this oh, real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Out of here. Isn't it Zack Snyder too as well? Like he's he's bringing back. 
Like, can we can we talk fuck? about a shittier combination of people to bring back into the into the DC universe? Known Dude. known flops, known known people that have not done well in the DCEU. We're just gonna bring them back. You know, just, can we stop? Just we need a whole well, fresh start with the DCEU. Well, well. And, and yes we, and no. I mean, yes and no. I mean, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, yeah, those, those totally are fine. Those also are Joker, did, Snyder. Joker yeah. did great and whatnot. Maybe that's not in the DCEU, whatever. But Leto was pissed at Warner Brothers. I mean, don't forget that. Yeah. Leto talked all kind of shit about how they cut out his scenes. They disrespected him by having Joaquin play Joker like a year or two later. Uh, he, he didn't. He didn't want to work with. It. He was talking mad shit. Mad shit, kind of like how Natalie Portman was talking some shit after Thor two, uh, and, and wasn't in the MCU for a hot minute. But we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. But Leto was supposed to be uh, on the outs with them completely, and he didn't want to be in. And now all of a sudden the money, the checks are right, the money's right, and he's back in on a Justice League reshoot, I guess. Right? Uh, the Zack Snyder cut and money talks. I mean. We talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, in fact, I think it was you, Prodigy, who brought it up. Like, even though Natalie, referring to Natalie Portman, even though she was talking all that big shit, if the money is there, if they, if them checks clear, you gonna see them come back. And guess what? <laughs> she came back. Like, I believe that was almost verbatim what she was talking about. Like, if, if that money's there, if you talk to him right, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Apparently, Zack Snyder had talked to him, obviously. And they probably came with some numbers and like, all right, I'll do it. I mean, he didn't. He was supposed to have his movie out this year. Remember, he was supposed to star in Morbius, and that That's didn't true. happen. So that got pushed back till next year. Well, so if he gets I the mean... chance, if the t- the timing will be, if he's able to film his stuff, and the Snyder Cut comes out in around March 2020. We're looking at Morbius within two to three months right after that, which could what, be really huge for him. It, it's on, but uh, just to be clear, I thought Justice League Snyder Cut is supposed to uh, be a HBO Max exclusive, right? Yeah, yeah yes, that, that's correct. But yeah. that's when it'll release on HBO Max around March of, or April of 2021. But I guess they're adding scenes of him as the Joker in the Justice League. It's going to be a Frankenstein's monster movie. Yeah. None of that makes any fucking sense with a a movie that had, what was it, Stephen Wolf as the main bad guy, the villain for Darkseid that wasn't Darkseid. That that movie didn't have shit all to do with Joker. I was going to say, wasn't there, I think there was a scene that was cut out, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was mainly for for the the, uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. So there's like a scene where Batman... It's chasing out their meat on top of that fucking Lamborghini kit thingy that they're in. But I think, yeah, that's from, that was from uh, the Justice or the. Well, the, the other weird thing is, aren't they currently, right now, filming uh, The Batman with, uh, you know, Sparkly Vampire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're assuming that there's going to be some kind of other Joker in this, in that world, eventually, if it's a, if it's a multi-movie, uh, a uh, fucking new franchise with Batman, which they tend to do. The fuck are they? I don't understand what they're doing with this, man. This is the weirdest shit. And bringing Snyder back. Yeah, they, they don't need to bring him back. Like he, uh, to me, he doesn't bring anything to the table. I mean, I didn't like the way he. I don't like the way that he sh- he shot all those films. I don't. Like, I don't like the way that those films were edited. Um. Yeah, I mean, what 
we, we're getting more reshoots in movies again. This, this is all typical behavior that we've seen from that entire like production studio of just fucking shit up. So why are we gonna go back to that? Like, well, it, it's funny because they're they're everything's being it's been called the the Snyder's cut, the Snyder's cut, whatever. When you think of a cut, like like I think of like Resident Evil, it's like how the game was supposed to be before they chopped it up, before they released it to the masses. But what they're doing now is that they're taking Snyder's cut and they're adding stuff. They're taking the original movie and adding stuff to it. Like there's no stuff that was actually cut off from the scene. They're adding more fucking scenes to the movie to hopefully try to make it make sense. This you know this, I mean? this is like if EA made a fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, from my point of view, I actually have no big issue of Snyder coming back because his daughter did pass away during the filming of the film, and he had to step away, him and his wife, and him coming back to complete his vision. I don't really have that huge of a problem with. I mean, there was a huge demand from the fans and I'm interested to see what his vision truly was and they're giving him the the resources to do it and this isn't this is going to be slightly unprecedented because this is literally going to be like a four hour series or whatnot so so can I say this can I say this though I I get the fact that he had his daughter die I'm not shitting on that that's a tragedy I get it what Warner Brothers obviously logically should have fucking done and everybody would have fucking understood is say, okay, there's a family fucking emergency with the director. And I think director and writer, I believe. At well, least it, the director. Uh, his his uh, director, product, director, producer, and another producer because his wife is producer on the film. Even more reason. S- shut it down a- as long as you can. Delay the movie, push it back. You delayed Wonder Woman 84 for a year, maybe in some change. Delay it, complete it, edit it the right way, and then release it into theaters as you intended, but with a completed movie. That would have been more respectful. So we're just going to talk about how, I mean, Batman vs. Superman wasn't good either. What was the excuse there? It was the same exact problems that Justice League had. Same. Actually, Justice League was even worse. Yeah, it was It was dark. The, the, oh, the no. color palette was all fucked up. Um, editing was terrible. Scenes didn't make sense. It's just, it's the same nonsense. Like, I, I, he doesn't get a pass on any of this shit. Yeah. He is only good at making films where basically he takes scenes page from page from other source material. Like with yeah. Watchmen and 300... You know, those were, you know, decent. But like I said, there was like page for page. I mean, he he made Sucker Punch. That movie was trash. Oh, my God. And and remember, last year, the HBO series with Regina uh, Regina King, that Watchmen bodied the the movie. Uh, You know, it just did. It won all these fucking awards. It was must-see TV every Sunday night. Um, Yeah. The, the movie flopped. We've already talked about that plenty of times. You know, some people like it. I get it. But the, that series was just way better. So, I don't know, man. It, it's weird. It is what it is. Are we going to get into Lovecraft? I'm still, I'm still going to watch it when it comes out. But I'm not going to watch it on HBO. Well, so apparently it's already out. Clay, <laughs> Clay said that he already watched it on HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't really? know it was already out. Huh. Wait, okay. what's already out? The Are Snyder sure? Cut. Yeah, that doesn't seem right at all. That's what he said. 
Double check that one. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. If it is, I think he watched the regular one because it says 2021 September. Yeah. September 2021. Yeah, I think that's right. Unless he got some, some, he got somebody drunk and they dropped him a special kind of code. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he used the time machine that fucked our timeline up. He went and saw it in the future and came back. Yep. Y'all want to get into this craft? The yep. finale? <laughs> Did nobody watch it? I watched it. Everybody, yeah, I was watching else? it. Beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I watched it. I was so fucking behind. All right. Doesn't sound like we're too enthusiastic about the finale, but go, go ahead. Uh, Stitch, somebody, break it down. What'd you like? What'd you didn't? Okay, well, I mean, I, I would be all discombobulated if I tried to because I watched the last 10 minutes right before the cast. I watched, like, the majority of it, and I got tied up so I, um, I would be piecing together really, really poorly. It would make the bad podcast and trying to hear me struggle to piece together everything that happened. Ooh. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. But I, I mean, um, I mean, I can kind of go into it since I, I watched, I just, I just was fucking watched it. So, I mean, this episode was kind of, it was, so this episode was called, it all, it all comes together. What was it called? Full circle. Full circle. It's called full circle, <laughs> and um, it basically starts off. You know, last episode we left off with um, with got um, Tick basically um, saving it, bringing his auntie back into the world, um, and they were able to get the the book of names to try to save his niece, who actually could be his sister too, right? Because you know, the mom and the dad and the uncle, mm-hmm. and they all have like some kind of triangle thing going on. But uh, they kind of touching that off. The, Arcan- the Arkansas family tree. Oh. <laughs> a bunch of twists and twirls in it but um yeah so they 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 go back to the i want to say it's the, the bookshop or the garage or something like that and um a tick has like some kind of spell that can open up the book because i guess it's bound closed by um a, a spell which it turned out that ticks i guess like great 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 grandmother had pet on the book but um right when they open up the book both Tick and Letty just fall to the ground and they somehow get teleported kind of not back to the time but they get teleported into the book and mm-hmm. Letty is back in um Tulsa. she's back in like nine, 1910 or, or nine, during the the bombing on the yeah, 1921 during the bombing on Wall Street and uh she's she's back with the the great great the great grandmother or something like that and yeah. um, she's telling her like, "Hey, don't worry, you're in a safe place." Like, and she they start to break down the history of the book, how like um, how the great great grandmother was. And takes he goes back to the mansion. So if you go back to episode one, I think it was episode one or two when when they're running out of the building and there's like a ghostly figure and like the buildings and stuff is on fire. And it turns out that that takes like great great grandmother or something like that. And Tix is in that time period, and Letty's in another time period, and basically they're learning the story about the great-great-grandmother, how she was a slave on the master's plantation, and the master had sex with her, and basically the child she was carrying was his offspring, which is why Tick has that bloodline, that, that blood lineage of this, I can't think of the master's name, or the, the main guy's name that this is from, but... Um, yeah, she explained how like you know she didn't want anybody to know about about the about her her baby being part of that bloodline, and so she tried to hide him away. But she also had got her hand on the book, and like she she read through the book, and like when she read through the book, she she somehow every time she would try to run away, 
she would be engulfed by flames and she didn't understand like what she was doing. Every time she slept, this is when it happened. But um, yeah, eventually she learned that this this flame that she was she was running from was actually her rage. And once she realized that this rage was that this fire was her rage, she was able to control it and be able to like harness it and use it and stuff like that. But then there came to a point where she didn't want anybody else to be able to use the book of names. So she's the one that actually sold it so nobody could could, could open it. But um, eventually she learned that like, you know, this magic can be powerful and she can use it for different things. She told Tick that, you know, you basically are their future and like you can change the world for everybody basically. And once that once that all kind of came together, Letty, Tick, the grandmother and the great grandmother, basically they showed up in the in the room with the with his niece slash sister and she, the, the sister that's kind of possessed by the 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 crazy twin clown posse looking girls. But um, <laughs> they're able to actually save her. They they're using some kind of incantation and they're able to save her, but they weren't able to save her arm, which I'm like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. Because when the girl comes through, she looks at her arm and it's all fucking uh fucking people rotting yeah it's all fucking rotting and stuff like that so she kind of freaks out and scream but um you know they got the book and they they trying to figure out what they need to do next but what's interesting is that the interaction between the daughter um uh the daughter and hepatia like hepatia talk, Hip, talk about it, like you know what's what's the name like <laughs> Hippa? Hippolyta. Yeah, Hippolyta. Yeah, Hippolyta was like, yeah, you know, I, I was traveling to fucking different dimensions where I could be anything I want to be and stuff like that. And her daughter was like, well, well, how come you weren't here for me? She's like, once there was a point where I was like, you know, I wanted to be a mother and that, like, like, that's what drew me back to you. And the daughter's like, bitch, I don't care what the fuck you're saying. Like, I was with me and you're after fucking out buying fucking packs of cigarettes? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's kind of cool because, like, the mom was like, yeah, I've been to dimensions where, like, I can, every story, any story that you can create, I could, like, make come true. But then, like, later on, like, the mom, she slips under the door one of the daughter's comic books. And the daughter's like, mom, did you draw this? Like, what the hell? This is pretty, this is really good. And she's like, no, this is, like, this is your work, baby. And then, like, the daughter oh, comes um, out. Wait, real quick. Apparently, that artist was basically given a shout out. And she, like, was on Twitter freaking out. And she said she cried for, like, an hour. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, that would be awesome. But yeah, so like the daughter comes out and the mom shows her something. And you don't see what it is. You just hear like some kind of like mechanical thing happening. Like at first I thought she like, you know, was trying to show her like, hey, this is some cool shit that I bought from the future. Like, check it out. So then it, it, it jumped back over to um, to Tick, or not Tick, to Letty. She's like at a graveyard. I might be jumping around, but she's at a graveyard and stuff like that. And, you know, she's kind of remembering... Um, her mom and stuff like that, and her sister shows up. And her sister's like, uh, yeah, you know, like, family this and family that, and Letty, Letty was like, yeah, like, family, like, we never really learned family, like, I'm learning all this stuff from Tick and blah, blah. And she tells her sister, like, hey, you know, we need, we need some blood from, uh, this, this the white girl. Christina. And Christina, and she's like, she's like, just, you're always that way, you only need me when you need something, like, Fuck you and your family and the, the branch you fell off or whatever. And I, she fucking like walks away and she doesn't help her at all. But uh, one part I skipped out is that um, Letty and Tick, like since they have the book of names, they go back to like some the ceremonial place and basically they, they fucking call upon the spirit of uh, of Tick's great great grandfather, the white plantation owner, basically, and they brought him back to life. And the guy's like, "What are you Negroes doing with my fucking power?" Basically, like how the fuck, how dare you? And then like uh, Tick, uh, Tick and Letty uh, summons um, their Tick's great great grandmother. I can't think of her name, 
But she shows up and then take grandfather like disappears and shit like that. And then um, the white girl is driving the car and she like swerve out of the road and crashes and like right when the slave master is about to tell her like, hey, these Negroes are using my, my words, he all of a sudden talked back where uh, Leche and Tick was. And that's when they have like the great grandmother, the grandmother, the mom, like all of them are fucking there. They're all fucking in, um, some Umbatu type fucking language type shit. Summoning. <laughs> and um, and Tick fucking like stabs dude. I guess they actually reincarnated him. So they stab him and then like Tick fucking like ripped off his titty meat <laughs> for some fucking reason. And like all of a sudden the dude fucking like turned back to dust and disappears. And then like the rest of the family members disappear and stuff like that. But yeah, so then they uh they 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 posse up into the family fucking minivan. We got the great the the daughter slash niece slash cousin in the back. We got dad in the front. We got baby mom in the front. But then we also have a uh, Korean girl. She gets she's riding in the back seat, and they're all singing like fucking some crazy ass fucking love hymns. But oh, one part I, I skipped over is uh my intro basically. So. The, uh, the Korean girl is sitting, uh, the Fytel chick, Fox chick, she's sitting inside, she's at a hotel, hotel, and this, uh, white boy shows up, and he's, like, trying to, she's trying to hit on her, like, oh, hey, you're exotic looking, she starts speaking in Korean, and she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you don't speak, you don't speak any English, so he sits down, and she's like, she, she basically says what she said in Korean, she's like, she's like, do you want to fuck me? Do you want to, oh, no, she said, do you want to die just to fuck me or something like that, and dude was like, what the fuck, like, oh, peep out. But uh, yeah, so fast forward, she's like hanging out in the car with them. They're riding deep. They're all singing some, um, they're singing some Tupac or some shit on the way to the, to the spot. 50s music, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're singing a song. They're having a good time. It's like a family road trip. But um, yeah, they finally get to the spot and uh, Tick fucking goes down to the, to try to do some kind of witchcraft summoning thing, but like, you know, all the Caucasians are waiting for him and stuff, and then it turns out that um, uh, the Crystal, she's waiting for him. But then we 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 go over to Letty and Letty and her sister. Everybody else is kind of spread out, trying to pick up signs and stuff like that to try to like warn off like people from uh, approaching or whatever. But um, it turned out that that Letty's sister had got got them a bottle of blood that wasn't um, Crystal's blood. And it actually turns out, I mean, I thought shit coming from a mile away, but like Krista mm-hmm. had killed her sister, basically, and it's basically day walking in her body. And basically they end up having a giant fight scene and, and uh, Letty gets thrown out a fucking window on the third floor. And she doesn't have her healing powers anymore. She's not invulnerable, so she fucking basically fucking dies. But um, yeah, so they got ticks strung up. Uh, Crystal's fucking, he's, he's strung up like fucking Jesus. Christina, she's, and then uh, Tick is strung up like uh, Jesus, and she fucking slices his fucking forearms, and he's just fucking dripping blood, and she bathes in his blood and starts doing some kind of temptation shit, and fucking his soul start going to her body like some fucking blade fucking type shit. <laughs> but then um, it turns out that Letty wasn't dead. Apparently, she still had her fucking magical invulnerability powers and she fucking like runs to try to save Tick but once once she gets there she's a little bit too late because it's already like bleeding out to death but um the dying tail fox chick I don't know Letty she runs up she runs up and stabs Christina in the fucking back and is like fuck you bitch that was my man how dare you and she started throwing her own connotation spells and some black fucking lost dust are flying up in the air <laughs> and then uh the, fo- the five tail or the nine tail fox chick she's like oh no like it's it's my turn to, to try to save somebody. And she jumps into the smoke and she does her little fucking tentacle shit and motherfucking whips and shit or whip her all around the place and fucking um, 
it actually actually it just kind of flashes that all of a sudden the, the uh, Christina is underneath some rubble and like it looks like everything's good to go, but Tick is still fucking dead. But um, they like basically haul his body off. But what's kind of crazy is the ending because like uh, Christina, she's still under fucking rubble and she's like crying for help. Like she's not dead yet. She's crying for help. I'm for anybody to come. And then um, Tick's niece, sister, cousin, third time removed or something shows up. <laughs> and she's walking like a badass, and she's got that fucking vampire wolf dog thing with her. And what, what's, one thing that's interesting is that earlier in the episode, like that wolf dog vampire thing saved her. But one thing I noticed is that that wolf vampire thing is actually a different color. Like it's black, and all the other ones yep. are like skin color, which is kind of cool. But like she's walking with it, like it's fucking Jacob from fucking Twilight. And <laughs> she walks up to Christina, and she's like, She's like, you had your fucking chance, and this and that, and she, she takes off her fucking jacket, and her right arm that she had was was a fucking robot hand, which was fucking dope. So that picture yeah. we saw in the fucking beginning that her mom gave her a fucking futuristic steampunk fucking robot hand, and she put that motherfucker to use, and basically just crushes Christina's windpipe and fucking snatches it in half, and then her her badass fucking vampire werewolf dog thingy fucking howls at the goddamn moon. That's how the episode fucking ends. There's a thing that you didn't talk about, though. Actually, a bunch of things. A bunch of things. But one of the things that was important is that in the end... Sorry, when Christina loses her magical powers, what the book did is it took away all magical powers from white people. It sure did. And so, one of the things... So, this is why I realized right after I watched that, when she had a robot arm, I was like, holy shit, she's the one that pushed Tick back through the portal. And so, what I'm pretty sure what happened is in the future... White people are, because he, he said that white people were going to war, but there was huge riots with white people, and I'm pretty sure they realized that they don't have magic anymore at that point, and that only black people had magic, and they were revolting over that. And that's why there was riots in the future. And But she's the one that, that gave him the book and then pushed him back through. So. Yeah, I was just noticing, because when they took the trip, doesn't she have the book in the backseat? She got it from Tick, though, the book. Yeah, I know, but she had the book when she goes to Chris. I mean... She doesn't have the book anymore. I mean, obviously, she could have lived in the car or whatnot, but I don't think she sure. has it when she leaves with her mom or whatnot to go into the flash of light because we don't see them leave, really. No, well, the, the, the car is in the... That's what she was reading in the car. When she's in the back mm. of the car, she's reading the book that Tick had. Yeah, who uh, Tick's uh, son wrote, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah George, George Freeman. Um I had two kind of issues with this finale. One was I could have sworn that they cured uh, Diana from her arm in the previous episode. Like, I thought they got all the worms and maggots out of her arm and her arm went back to normal at yeah. the end of the previous episode. No, no, but no, then no. this one, at the start of this one, it's all corpse. No, no, no. Corpse no. ride. So you didn't pay attention to what they said. When they cured her the first time, they said that it's only a reset on time. So what happens is is that the it'll put it back to when the time when she first got the curse, but the curse is still going to hit her again. Yep. So that's why her arm got all fucked up again and why she started re- reverting. So and then after they did like the cure, basically basically they took the the demon thing that was inside of her, uh, Tipsy Topsy, whatever the fuck the name was. Yeah, and it, it pulled them it pulled them into the alternate universe that the mom had made from the book. <coughs> So the, the arm was still the same thing as um, as Odin did. I thought they cured her in the last episode, but now what you said makes fucking sense. 
And then also when Letty fell, because I could have sworn Christina pulled her like protection spell from her. Oh, she but did. She they showed that too. Clearly fell, and she clearly woke up. But she still had the symbol on well, her body when she woke up. Well, so this, I was like, when she when she died, like the symbol actually came back. No, mm-hmm. no. Form again. You guys so, gotta pay attention. I'm in the in the <laughs> no, episode. In the episode, at the show after she fell, when she was still in Ruby, was it Ruby Rose, Ruby's form? She actually put the invulnerability thing back on her after she yep. fell. Yep. That's why she was invulnerable again. Can't be on your phone on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of um, mid podcast off when I saw that scene. It's all good. You know, you know what was weird though. I have to go back a few episodes. Um, I still. <sighs> And I know what I said, like, I don't know, week four or five of the, of the of the series. It still seemed a little rushed, the whole Montrose killing um, of uh, the two-spirit uh, chick. Like, oh, yeah. n- now that the series is over, it seemed like there was almost no fucking point to that, almost no point to that character except for that that one quick scene. Um, that, that, was, that was fucking weird, but whatever. Because because you learn all this great stuff about Montrose and he certainly develops, uh, and he's not all good, not you know, not all bad, but that was that was fucking weird. But nope. but I will say this too, Gia, uh, Naruto Gia, uh, she did try to help uh, Tick in the fucking end, you know, and they and Tick did try to make up for, you know, quote unquote being rude to her and said, hey, what we had is real, you know, you are part of my family, even though you blew up my spot, you know, with my pregnant girl last week. So what's, 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 so crazy, what's so crazy about that scene when they're driving is that like okay, we have we have sight we have oh go old girl in the car we have baby mom in the car we have a dad that might not be your dad is actually your your your, your might be your uncle yeah your gay uncle that might be in the car like like all the shit that was fucking yeah gay uncle like this whole fucking oh. car ride was just one fuck one crazy uncle. fucking yes yeah, so uncle trip. daddy uncle daddy go going back to what uh prodigy was saying. About Montrose. They didn't explain a lot of shit about Montrose. They didn't explain why the fuck he was in the basement. They don't explain why the fuck he knew all this shit. Why he knew about the book of names. They don't yep. explain. Yeah. So those things that are still in the wind, they, I wrapped it in as part of why he killed her. They don't talk about any of that. But I think if there's, they'll probably talk about it next season, I would hope. Yeah. To try, but, but other than that, those sorts of things, they wrapped up as much, especially when you throw in time travel into a show. Mm-hmm. They wrapped everything up extremely cleanly for one single season, you know. Yeah. But they left enough out there to where, you know, we're interested in seeing more stuff, like you know, taking magic away from white people, only having black people having magic and shit like that. Like that's going to be really interesting to see. And then you know, all the shit with Montrose and um, there's still other people in that order that are still out there, mm-hmm. you know. So shit. what's going on with them? Are they? Are there uh, talks for a second season yet? Because I mean, I, I saw when they when they announced that this was the final episode, they didn't say like series finale, like how they did with Watchmen. They just said like season finale. I have think they started is. filming, or have they there been announcements or anything about like definitely season two is coming? Or no idea. I have no idea. Uh, to be determined. It is not. It's not been renewed yet, which is amazing. They need to renew it. You, you can't pull. A Watchman. You can't pull two Watchmen's, goddammit, HBO. All right, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I you want know what? What, what, what are the numbers I, doing? Does anyone know what the numbers for this show have been doing? I mean, obviously, we've all been well, watching, but like in terms of like viewership. 
Like, how, well, how is it? While, so, while someone pulls those up, I just want to add for context, though. You have to compare it to other HBO shows. You can't just compare it to, like, uh, The Bachelor on ABC. Yeah. You know? And you can't, yeah, no. you can't compare it to Game of Thrones. It's, we're not... Yeah. Exactly. Game of Thrones is an outlier. So, like yeah, the, so. the, only, the only show you can compare this to is fucking Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> the only show you can really compare it to. Well, holy shit. Okay, so it had uh, 1.5 million viewers for the for the season finale, and that's a 90% increase from the series premiere. That's fucking incredible. Oh, that's good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean, they're probably talking about it as we speak. They're probably talking about it this week, you know? Well, well, well but... does anyone know Watchmen's numbers just for comparison purposes? Oh, uh, no, I don't. I remember there was an article about, like, Watchmen had, like, really huge numbers... I, I don't remember exactly what they were, but there was a lot of talk because a lot of people wanted a season two. And yeah. Regina said she wasn't coming back unless, uh, unless David Linioff was back. And he was like, uh, I don't know what kind of story to tell. Like, I, yeah. I don't know where to go with this. Was Lovecraft only available on HBO Max or was it available on, on HBO too? I think it was on HBO as well as HBO Max. Uh, well, and also, just, I mean, obviously, there's going to be comparisons because Watchmen was so, it was like late last year, and this is, you know, obviously less than a year later. But um, with Watchmen, we knew from the comic and the movie a little bit about that that universe. And yeah, for Lovecraft, there's elements of uh, Lovecraftian, uh, uh, you know, monsters a little bit. But this story felt original, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect with this one. I think that was the beauty of it. Like nobody yeah. knew what the fuck to expect, and I, I, I suspect that next season we'll see like uh, something completely different. We might, it, we may not even see the same cast next season if there's next mm. season. It may be like a new cast that just interacts with the previous cast where they finish out like. Like Cronus was saying, like the little ties and threads, and then they're gone, and we get these new uh, uh, Lovecrafting creatures. Uh, maybe even a, a Cthulhu storyline or whatnot. That's maybe what I was there's for. like the, <laughs> maybe there's like a whole end of the world thing, and they're they're trying to combat like madness across everywhere. We who knows? It could go anywhere. We so, have no idea. Did, Real quick, props. Did, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, I, I was just gonna ask. Did um. Did because we're the timeline is so fucked up just in terms of like how we're living in our own current life. Um, Watchmen was did that win for last year's Golden Egg Plant? No, I think the boys won. The boys won. won. So we're gonna have so this next upcoming uh Golden Egg Plant, we're gonna have Watchmen going head to head with Lovecraft. Is that what we potentially are gonna have? No, No, we're gonna have the boys going, yeah, boys and Lovecraft going. Well, no, no, because no, so, wait, no, 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 no. The boys is a returning show. Lovecraft is oh, a yeah, yeah. Yes, they, they wouldn't go head to head. So we're gonna have first time shows going head to head. Lovecraft and Watchmen potentially for this upcoming Golden Age. Well, Watchmen mm-hmm. was last year, so. But did, well, was it on the list last asked, time? Said no. No, it didn't win. It was up for a award, but it didn't win. It lost to. Oh, oh it, it got nominated already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, kind of jumping to the. I have the numbers. Two, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, we got numbers. Yeah, yeah. all right. So the numbers um, is very close to the Watchmen. The Watchmen drew uh, 1.6 million viewers for the finale, and mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers for Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, the premiere episode at this point is nearing 10 million viewers for the uh, like overall. 
So it, it, it premiered to like 800,000 or so, but overall so far it's, it's been over 10 million viewers. So that's that's really good for an HBO show. Yeah, with, with a lot of no-name no actors, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this doesn't have a Regina King in it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was but just like, so yeah, taking, account, taking account, like, COVID, too, because, like, you know, people are, are mainly at home, and, like, they're all binge-watching this shit. Like, oh, and I get the kids binge-watch it, but, you know, they're able to be at home and watch it. Oh, yeah. 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 With all the political stuff going on in the world as well, that probably helps us. Helps kind of focus as well. Did, now, I know, I know we missed this, just staying with HBO for a little bit. Uh, we're getting a green, they, they green lit a Green Lantern series for a Green Lantern core on HBO Max. Um, but there's a lot of Green Lanterns that have come about. I guess uh, there's they're not gonna focus on Hal and they're not gonna focus on Jon Stewart, two of the most famous Green Lanterns. Um, but uh, they're they going to give us, I really like Jessica Cruz, uh, if, if you're reading her in like Justice yeah, like League Odyssey, movie. but we're getting her and and a few others. Um, do you guys have any interest in this? Do you have any faith that this is going to be decent? This is live action. What do you think? Uh, I, I have some stuff to say, but go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Blue. I know you. Well, so for me, like, I think it's kind of cool for them to do it because they're like lesser known characters. So like people aren't going to be expecting like straight for the comic book type shit but with the uh, with the latin girl what i like about her her green lantern tide is how she's fucked up in the head like she is fucking bashing fucking crazy and her her interaction with her ring because her her ring basically almost tells her to fucking basically kill people and like she doesn't know how to fucking handle that shit like she barely has control over her powers but it'll be interesting to see how they take her story and is able to incorporate it into like a live action thing um, uh, I feel like this is not the way to go. Like, if you're bringing in the Green Lantern Corps and you don't have Hal and John, and I think uh, there there's another one. I think they're not even doing Kyle Rayner. Like, like what the fuck? I, I mean, I know that they're supposed to they're supposed to do Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz and like a couple other ones that aren't as popular. I mean, yeah, they have fans or whatnot, but like Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, I mean, how how do you not have the Green Lantern Corps without the two of them? Um, which is kind of weird to me. Um, also, I mean, if you watched season eight of Arrow, there's this huge fucking like lead up with John Diggle getting a Green Lantern ring. And you know, there's rumors that there's going to be a show with him in it. Like he could be John, the next John Stewart. I mean, if you watch the show, you can see how it's done because John Stewart is one of the family names he could potentially claim. Um, none of that's going to probably be addressed. Uh, they say they're going to focus more on the co- the core. I guess it's going to be like a cosmic show, like featured mostly on Oa. I guess so. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, it's cool that they're going to bring in the core, but when we went to, I think, Prodigy, we went to Comic-Con in 2016, they were advertising that they were going to make a feature-length film with the core. Yeah. And now we're getting a series, so it's just like, uh, what the fuck happened? Like, what's going on over there? So- can, I, can I just add one, one other quick thing? Because I, I, I agree with where you're coming from, but the other, the other aspect of this is the it's expensive to make a green lantern show it's not like making an arrow show 
or, oh, yeah. or, or regular yeah. CW. Yeah. Like the constructs yeah. with CGI alone means you you gonna have to invest some real money in there. And I don't want to lose that fact of it. The CGI needs to look excellent, movie quality almost, for this to work. Go ahead. Exactly. I mean, yeah, especially if they're gonna be on Oa, because Oa's not fucking Earth. Oa has like this weird low density gravity shit. There's gonna be creatures from across the universe. So you're gonna have to either have CGI characters or really, really, really good like makeup effects, like really good animatronics. That costs money. And so I don't know what they're planning or whatnot, because this will be live action. So I don't know how they're gonna work this out. Maybe they'll do, oh, you know, I forgot. They're bringing in your girl, the girl from uh, Far Sector. She's supposed to be in the show. Oh. So, uh, fuck, I can't think of her name right now. But she's supposed to be on the show as well. So those would be like the. They're supposed to be like four or five: Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, the chick from Far Far Sector, and I think two more. And I mean, if it turns into a, like a galactic cop show, you can kind of do the whole Star Trek thing where you land on different planets each week and solve the crime or whatnot being a green lantern that could work that's very possible but if you're gonna focus and be on oa a lot that that's got to put in a lot of post-production work so i don't know it's like a homeboy from from lovecraft is gonna be on the show uh the guy that was the white the white guy skinwalker that the the chick did. Oh, William, William. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Patrick Smith is going to be on that show. Let let's let's just call him what it is. He's a live action um, animatronic strap on. Actually, never mind. <laughs> this is this is these are speculations. It's not true yet. Let me give Con, my. Uh, Jonas, you got any thoughts on this one? You, yeah, you yeah. Interested? Let me give my thoughts on the show. Um, Honestly, what the DCEU needs, or the DC in general, what their live action whole universe needs, they need a fuck. They need a Guardians of the Galaxy, and this could be it. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I mean we oh, have okay. the only the D, the DCEU has played it safe with every single one of their movies so far. They're all well known characters within the DC universe. Most kids and a lot of adults know who all these characters are. They're, they've heard of the Justice League. Everybody knows fucking Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, even Aquaman. Everybody knows the fuck. It, most people know who the fuck they are. What most people don't know are some of the lesser known Green Lantern characters. And I think that's a perfect way to kind of get some of these more lesser known characters uh, more popular, just like they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Because let's be honest, nobody knew who the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy were until that movie came out, even most of the nerds. So if. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so. And more to the point, nobody cared. Yeah. So if they can do that, it's a great opportunity for them to capture a lot of money, breathe new life into what is uh, a franchise that's kind of dying. It's there's only two good things about the DCU right now, and it's Aquaman, which will they make another one? Not really sure at this point. And Wonder Woman has been pushed back into fucking oblivion. So <laughs> you know, their DC has left a lot of money on the table um, for a lot of stuff over this the past you know couple of years. And if they can bring some life back into this universe, let's let's do it. Make it interesting with more interesting characters that are flawed heroes, you know, new things that we haven't seen before. I think most people are ready for that. I mean, yeah, you guys say that because kind of thinking about like Iron Man, like Iron Man wasn't an S class hero until no. the franchise came out. I think he was more like a maybe C B 
I would say B. He was, the, he was a drunk. I would say B-lister. B he was a B-lister. Yeah, I mean, Maybe he was very popular, but eventually, once the movie came out, like, the franchise, like, took off from there. Yeah, yeah like, at the time. I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna say this, as someone who... Jessica Cruz won me over from the fucking comics. Uh, I have seen her go toe-to-toe -to -toe, uh, with Darkseid. And I know that sounds fucking nuts if you're, you know, like the world of DC and comics and whatnot, but go read these runs from Justice League Odyssey. She She's done some really badass stuff and she levels up quickly and wins people over. If they stay true to that, they, they have a recipe uh, for success that may make her a bigger star than people realize. And I'm, I'm hoping that that is the case uh, with her, but I'm gonna say it right here now, She's actually my favorite Lantern. I like her even more than John and Hal. I, so, I, I would agree with you. I, I will say yeah, this. Um, given that Jeff Johns, I think he's executive producing, he has kind of a bad habit of ignoring the like um, predecessor like like heroes at times. Not all the time, but sometimes he'll skip over some shit with his shows. So I'm hoping they don't just like fuck off uh, John Stewart or Hal Jordan or Kyle Rayner and like don't mention them at all or don't give them the respect that they should have because they were the ones who paved the way for these other like human lanterns or whatnot. So we shall see. I really hope. I mean, I really hope that David Ramsey is able to come back and be John Stewart for uh this show like i hope he shows up and is becomes a lantern um i know a lot of people have been waiting for it and uh it's been hinted heavily and then we see this huge easter egg about it and then there's been nothing so well just just to give credit where credit's due i mean the arrowverse alone yeah yeah we've already talked about the movies and whatnot but for tv the arrowverse was one of the most successful things we've oh, seen yeah. comic book wise in tv land yeah, you know, bringing in Flash, you know, the Guardians, Supergirl, all of that. That's that's been you know hit TV for the CW for, yeah, for the CW. all of this decade. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's kind of sad. Because not sad. I'm sorry. I don't want to say sad. I want to say it's just interesting because you we had shows like uh, Krypton. Krypton mm -hmm. had like a huge budget, and that only lasted two seasons. Like yeah. that's Sci -fi, gone. Yeah. Uh, we also, I think there was like another show that was uh, out there. Oh, oh, no, no, no. So the stuff on the DCU has had some bumps. So we had Titans that had really like people on the fence and, you know, uh, with its first it's season, not, apparently. The second, <laughs> yeah, apparently the second right. season is supposed to be better. I haven't seen. We had Swamp, Swamp Thing, which was excellent from what I saw. But then um, there's Mix with uh, Doom Patrol. You know, some people don't like it. Some people are against it. We got Stargirl. It's not as cohesive as the Arrowverse, but and they have hit and miss shows. But I mean, I have to give it as much as people complain about how maybe how cheesy it was. The Arrowverse fucking brought it. I mean, Arrow is in syndication at this moment. I mean, eight seasons. Uh, eight seasons. There's these uh, other shows that other people may say are superior did not get to eight fucking seasons. Dude, the Arrow had more better choreographing fight scenes than fucking um, Iron Fist on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. unfortunately that's so sad. But the hands down, the right. Arrow, the Arrow team, they put in work. 
every time. They put in mad work. And it and it shows. It yeah, shows on the show. keep a goddamn promise to save his goddamn life. Oh. <laughs> oh. Alright. Old Ninja, I'm putting you on the spot real quick. Um what? are you are you liking there's all these uh online um Halloween events but the one that's getting a lot of fucking buzz and attention, I'm gonna mispronounce it and butcher it, butcher it, but it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the haunting of Verdansk, Verdansk, <laughs> Verdansk, Ver, Veritity. Yeah, uh, I mean there there are some titties in the game. Oh man, this shit is fucking madness. There's so, I mean, uh, I think uh, I played a little bit with Stitch. Mm. Uh, the uh, yeah. their Halloween event went live yesterday, so that was October twentieth. It lasts until November second. Uh, there's different events in each mode, except for single player. From what I understand, uh, they brought in new multiplayer modes, which has been exceedingly popular. There's the uh, it's called onslaught, where basically there's a crate where one team has to control uh, recover the crate. Whoever gets the crate becomes a uh, juggernaut. You got to protect your juggernaut as they make it to the enemy base. If they make it, then you get a point. And it's a round base mode. It's actually been a lot of fun. It's cool because the juggernaut has like a flaming pumpkin head when he's like roaming through shooting through people. It's fucking super fast pace. And he has uh, he, has, he has the thick ass armor and the minigun, right? Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's got yeah. An armor and a minigun. He's uh, located on the map, but his health is slightly lowered. So it gives you the chance to actually kill. If you work together, you can kill the juggernaut. If you kill the juggernaut, he drops the crate. You got to reacquire the crate and then try to uh, get back to the enemy base. It's fucking fun as fuck. The big one, though, is the um, the zombie royale in uh, in uh, Warzone, where it's fucking like the map is all dark. Basically, it's nighttime in the map. There's hidden treasures. They give you a map. Of where you can find these like treasures they're basically um emblems and calling cards and, and blueprints and whatnot there are 16 of them scattered throughout the map you can find them uh you just got to open crates basically just open crates you'll randomly get one it's not like super impossible um if you're playing and if your teammate dies they come back as a um a zombie the zombie sure. has three powers i guess you can super jump you can charge your jump you can jump over technically over a building um you can also throw out a gas grenade to um disorientant players and then you can send out an emp and then being a zombie you can like just maul the person and when they die they leave like a vial if you can collect two vials you become human again so then oh, if you become human you can come back when you come back you come back with all the weapons that you have but not the money so you have the uh, you have your all your weapons and whatnot. The gas is still closing in. You have a smaller, even though you're on the huge map. The uh, ring is smaller. The gas moves faster. Uh, if you're a zombie, you can move through the gas. Uh, they still have the gulag. Huh? Do they still have the gulag for multiplayer? No. So instead of going the gulag, instead of going the gulag, you come back as a zombie. If you can oh, get if you can get a vial, you come back as a human. If you have a teammate that's um, a human and they have enough cash, they can like basically resurrect you, I guess, and you can come back. As long as one teammate teammate is a human and you make it to the extraction, you win the round. So the Sounds whole point is to like rip through as many zombies. If you get killed as a zombie, then you're out. 
and then someone has to buy you back. You have to resurrect you, which is harder to come back because money is like sometimes hard to get. It's just the map has been made kind of crazy because like there's ghosts through the map. Uh, if you go down to the uh, subway system, there's a ghost train running through. Um, there will be like creepy sounds in certain buildings and whatnot. Um, just madness. You can hear zombies running through the map. You can hear them jump. It's just fucking, it's super crazy. A lot of people have been freaking out on the map. It's been really packed. It's been a lot of fun. It's a great, great event that they got going. Stitch, what do you think of it? It's fun. Um, I got to play a couple rounds before I, I uh, hooked up with uh, Old Ninja. And then uh, my external hard drive had catastrophic failure. So I had to re-download all 100 something plus gigabytes of, of call of duty to get it back online i was a fucking task are you sure it was but, dead um what's that are you sure it was yeah, dead? I, I tried even i tried rebooting and all kinds of stuff I even took the the hard drive and tried it on lilo's um playstation and it just would not read it oh, okay. at all so then i tried putting it like tried reading it on a laptop it still wouldn't read it or anything so i was just like well sort of kind of fucked with that and everything. Like, so, I wonder if the, did you do the new update that came out recently? Because I heard that was fucking... Yeah, yeah it, it, it had been working post the update. So I'd, I'd done the update and it was working and then all of a sudden it just decided to... I mean, Storm ended up grabbing the, the thing and just yanking it out or whatever. Kind of, <laughs> when I had my head turned, she's like, nah, fuck your game. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's, she snatched it out of there and everything. And normally it'll say like, oh... I have to reboot it properly and stuff. So I did that a couple times and it just was not working. Like it, it would, I would be able to turn it on, but I, I couldn't get into the game at all. It would just like freeze up. So tried troubleshooting, but uh, every, it like just came back online. So I should be good after the cast to play with an old ninja. But um, well, luckily you got cloud really saves. To, what was that? said, so luckily you got cloud saves because I, I went through catastrophic shit before yeah. too, but PlayStation does a really good job of like being able to like restore your shit back. As long as you have play, PlayStation yeah. Plus, you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The PlayStation Plus thing came in huge because that, that was my concern. I was like, am I going to lose all my progress or anything? I mean, nope. luckily, nope. I... As I say, yeah. the one thing with PlayStation Plus, though, is it like, it's only good when you have it. So say like you have like all your games saved on there and somehow your account lapsed. Do they save all of your saved games to the cloud when you renew your account? Or once you oh, once that shit lasts, no, I think it's gone. It. Yeah, I think they deleted it like yeah, pretty much really. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah I shit. mean, I, I don't want to sound like elitist or anything like that, but I, I mean, there's no reason for my shit. To, I mean, if I'm having struggle paying the the fifteen dollars every a month or whatever, I, I probably should be on PlayStation. <laughs> right? I probably should be doing better things with my money. So I with, can't afford so, fifteen dollars a month. So with me, like, uh, I got a new credit card, and I didn't realize that my PlayStation Plus had lapsed, and like it was last for like a good six months. Oh, sure, I mean, sure. I wasn't really, I wasn't really downloading any of the, the content or anything because I, I was playing for a while. But I mean, I guess that was a bad call of my judgment because I, since I wasn't downloading any of the benefits from the PlayStation Plus network. Yeah, the, the, the online gaming thing is pretty much how I know like when I'm, I'm I mean, I'm getting my money's worth with the, the PlayStation Plus on that, but um. Like Old Ninja said, the game mode is really, really fun. Um, playing as the zombies is really cool because they jump. Like, you can jump on top of some tall ass buildings. You just charge it up and you leap. Like you can damn near almost jump on top of like the hospital building and, and shit if you 
just aim it right. Like it's you're you're better at leaping and jumping than than you are running. And it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's at night, and so the whole night mode of it is is pretty fucking uh, kind of. I don't want to say scary because it's not scary, but it's a uh, it's a whole new element. So it, it makes it really really fun. Um, so they're supposed to be doing this for I guess it's a two week period, and um, I just feel dirty. Call of Duty's been just taking my money and everything. Yeah. Oh. And I'm, a, I'm a pretty I'm pretty disciplined, and I bought the fucking Aina. <laughs> Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I can't. It's it's bad, but I've, I'm enjoying it. But for somebody that doesn't really spend money on on bullshit like DLC and like skin packages and like stupid fucking perks, like they get me every goddamn time. Yeah. You're a whale. Yeah. Oh my god! It's hella funny. They, it's funny to me because every time we'll spot up and then I see Stitch's Stitch's character, I'm like, "What's that? Did you buy that?" He's all, "What you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, I don't see nothing. I've been had that. I'm, uh, hold on. I got a problem. I got a problem. Just put it, just put it right in my vein. <laughs> it's bad. I, yeah, I can't even deny it. I need to go to rehab or whatever. It's going to be down to like SoCal. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's really, it, it's really, really fun. Um, and then... I guess what we got two two and a half weeks till then. Yeah, until the five drops. Oh, uh, yeah, I so forgot to mention about the money that you keep. How they get people, so you can play as Leatherface or Jigsaw, and yeah. they have some Doctor Hall, some some other. I guess he's some horror doctor. Nobody knows who the yeah. fuck he is. He looks creepy. I guess he looks like a creepy Doctor Moreau type shit. But like, if you play as Leatherface, there's a gun in the game that they modified to kind of look like a chainsaw that it oh, fucking shit. shoots bullets and shit at you and then like uh if you're if you're jigsaw you're like normal size everyone thought that you were going to be like a midget which would be unfair if you're really small as jigsaw but you just you're just like a normal size like character but you just look like jigsaw which can be scary at night if you see jigsaw running at you full speed can be fucked up also if you're in a home that has a tv on Every now and then, Jigsaw appear on the TV. It's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 Um, I, and then, quick question, because uh, for the... Normally, I'm, I'm, I could care less about, like, backwards compatibility and shit like that. But this time, I guess it'll actually play in as a factor, because I don't see myself putting down this game uh, <laughs> in two weeks. So, from my understanding, and I, I guess Old Ninja or somebody else correct me if I'm wrong, because I have this already on the four, when I get the five, I can just go to my library and play straight off the five. Is that correct? It, it depends um, if it's on the um, list. There are certain games yeah. that are on the list, so I don't know if that's yeah. one of them because it's a little bit older. This one should be. This one should no, be. I, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the list I saw check. was like random ass games. Like, like the only one that stood out to me was like Afro Samurai Two, and I was like, I didn't even know they made an Afro Samurai Two. Um, <laughs> Wait, there's a, there's a what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. One was good. It was on like PlayStation Three, but um, I just wanted to make sure. I guess that I'll be able to just re-download it without having to pay and just be able to like, all right, yeah, it's a PS4 game. Because I'm not to keep swapping over rooms or go to a different console to play this uh, when I'm done playing Miles Morales Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what? I didn't research it. I would imagine that perhaps maybe just Warzone, but I'm not a hundred percent on that uh, i don't know if cronus cronus was looking because he's not 
playing the game, so he probably doesn't care. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I didn't really look into it, but uh, I can check. You should. Hopefully, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, it looks that way. It, it definitely all indications indicate that. Um, real, real quick to switch it up a little bit though, uh, Chronos, you got in here on a ghost co-op, right? Mm. Uh, well, sort of. I, I didn't actually. I'm playing Legends, yes, but I haven't not actually played co-op yet. I'm playing through because you can play solo if you want, and it's it's fucking. We're talking about Ghost of Tsushima, by the way. I'm sorry, we didn't actually say the name of the game. Um, Ghost of Tsushima dropped uh, a new DLC on the 16th, which is last week, October 16th. And it adds in um, Legends mode where basically it's an online multiplayer component that you can play co-op. And then it also added in New Game Plus mode, which I'm also playing right now. Um, So far it's really cool. Legends has like a a story mode. So there's like multiple Legends stories that you can play. And then it also has survival mode um, that you can play with with other people. I think it's up to four player co-op. And so far it's been really interesting. I've played both the story mode and the survival mode briefly and beyond the fact that it's you know these new modes that are in whoa what the hell just happened beyond the fact that these new modes are are in uh we also have uh different kinds of ghosts so Hmm. you're not there's you can be a samurai you can be an assassin you could be a um a ronin and uh like a archer type dude Hmm. and so they, they all they all are different because they have different special abilities I picked the Ronin because you can heal people and you can bring them back to life um, while far away. Like, none of the other classes can do that. Um, the Assassin can obviously kill people, like, much faster with assassinations. Um, the Archer has, like, this auto... Um, this auto-tracking, like, three-shot ability where you basically... If anybody's, like, in your field of view, it'll shoot all of them at once. Um, nice. I forget what the Samurai does. The Samurai plays, like, kind of normal. It's, like, the normal Jin Sky. Um, like and what's cool is like you can pick up like other items. It's more like an RPG, and that's because you can pick up items that um, can enhance your experience, like including like charms, different swords, um, different um, like accessories. But you have to choose. Like you get, you can pick kunai or like cluster or bombs, you know. And then so far, one thing that's kind of weird is that when you get different sword power ups, um, you have to pick like what. Like what stance you're in and that's kind of fucking annoying because when you're playing the normal game you can change your stance like once you learn them over time yeah but in this one the swords so far are tied to a different stance so if i want to have like the shield breaking stance there's a shield breaking sword and you can't they're not interchangeable as you're playing the game that i can see you can only like change it before the game so i kind of don't like that um Mm. but you kind of got you need prep time when you go into battles yeah well or you just got to modify the way you play right because like if you're going up against like a like a brute and you have like the the shield i'm sorry not the shield one uh or like a the spear orientated stance then it's like it's it's more difficult to beat the fucking brute guy because you have to use like totally different tactic whereas if you just had the the brute stance you could just heavy attack him to, to stagger him so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a trade-off but um what's cool is that there's there's sort of new enemy types and uh i they're reusing sort of the old types but like putting new spins on them like one of the examples is they have this the these twin soul like enemies where basically you see these two enemies and there's like a link between them like this red link if you kill one of them uh the other one 
will basically well the other one's not these more powerful but if he's still alive um there's a timer that goes down to where if you don't kill the other guy in time the other guy resurrects mm. so you have to basically kill two people within quick succession or the other guy will come back and then they'll have like yeah then they'll have like these other guys where they have like this whole f this extremely large uh field of influence where you basically you can't kill anybody within this field of influ influence until you kill the guy that's head that is actually spreading out the field of influence. So you have to like be really careful on like what you do on those levels because if you try to go in there and try to jack people, like they're not gonna fucking die very easily. Like it's, it's almost impossible to kill them because they constantly regenerate health. And <laughs> yeah, Damn, that sounds like the what is it the not the fallen but um, the taken from Destiny. <laughs> Yeah. Like Oh yeah, 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 definitely So it's it's like it's really cool um additions to the game. And then also in New Game Plus, uh they added in like plus modes for the difficulty as well. So with New Game Plus comes like I play on hard mode, so now they have hard mode plus or survivor Damn. plus. So it makes it a little bit harder, but you start the game with all the shit that you had when you beat the game. So that makes it a little more a little more even. And then you can also skip over cutscenes. Thank goodness. And when you start New Game Plus, <laughs> it starts like it cuts out like the vast majority of the beginning of the game. Like the whole like uh, first scenes with the Mongols and the like. It cuts off probably like a good thirty minutes of the game. Good. But you already played it. And it's shit that you already know what's gonna happen. So it's like who cares? You know. And like yeah. being able to skip over cutscenes, like it, it, it's it's fun. So and they also added in because it's like if you if you platinum the game like I did, like there was nothing for you to do at the end of the game. Right, so you already got like basically everything. So it's like, well, what do you? What's the point of playing the game again? Well, they put in like this new um, die vendor, and there's new um, items in the game. But you have to to get these items though. You have to use like these special kinds of flowers. And so when you beat missions and other things in the game, they give you special flowers. So it's like a whole new currency to get all the new shit. So it, it's pretty cool way to, that they're going about it. It, it seems so like Sucker Punch is supporting the fuck out of this game, which I love to hear, you know? Yeah, it was a real, real surprise. I mean, like, if, if you play the game, it's it's a lot like, you know, Destiny or The Division where they have, like, gear score, you know? Like, they added that in. And they, they didn't announce any of this at launch. Like, when yeah. the game launched, I thought it was a single player and, like, you're good to go. And then all of a sudden, months later, like, oh, yeah, here goes some co-op, here goes some new game plus, you know? <laughs> that's like, that's like uh, GTA Five. Like, the, we're in the game that's a single player, and all of a sudden they added co-op and this and that, and now, now it's like the number one fucking top-selling fucking game every fucking year. Yeah, but unlike GTA V, there's been no serious glitches with their online component. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because GTA V, when it first came out, it was fucked up. You couldn't play it. Yeah. yeah Are you using that, uh, that photo, I'm not that photo mode, but that, um... Like, the black, the black and white? white? No, I'm not. No. I, I thought about it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Maybe I should have though. It, it is a cool ass mode. Though. Yeah, it is. It is a dope ass mode. Like the the, the way you should play the game is in the Kurosaki. I think it's Kurosaki. Yeah. Or Kurosawa. Yeah. Some Kurosawa. It's in Kurosawa mode. Where it's in black and white. It gives you film grain, and the audio is a little different. It's like old school Kurosawa film ish, and then it's also in Japanese only. So with subtitles. That's that's that I mean, sounds like a fucking. Yeah. You don't do subtitles, Prodigy. Where you want I do it sometimes. You know. You can always go into your TVs and fucking turn down the fucking color down to black and white. Yeah, I <laughs> I got that new TV, so it's fucking dope. I got the dopest TV recently. Which one is it? Uh, I got the TC. 
Yeah, so I picked up the TCL 6 series. So um, because I knew that I was going to get, you know, the PS5, um, I decided I needed a new TV. But I didn't, like, one that was uh, 4K with HDR, which I had one in my um, my main room. But I, I didn't have one for the Infinity Base. I had, like, this kind of small, it's like a 32-inch old-school 1080p yeah. screen. So it was, like, really small. It plays games, but it's not great for gaming. Um, so I got this new TCL 6 series. And god damn, this is the best TV I think I've ever bought. And it only cost me 650 fucking dollars. Like That's not bad. the the colors not bad on it all. are amazing. The 4K contrast ratio is fucking amazing. Um, I played some pure um, 4K HDR content on here from YouTube, and god damn, it's nice. It's it's a really really nice screen, and it comes with a Roku built in. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, so I got good. Have, have you watched any? Uh, have you watched any like nature documentaries on there? Because that's like my favorite thing to do with a new TV. Uh, no, I just, I just watched like just some 4K stuff. I'm gonna watch some 4K uh, nature stuff too. But I was just trying to watch like I had this whole like color thing, or okay. like test out the colors, and it was just like it looks so it looked realer than fucking real life. Nice. I was just like, it, it's it's amazing. But once you guys see the screen, it's it's pretty cool. Let me see if I can hold on. I probably turn I was gonna say on. you should do like a. Uh... Unbox, not a, technically it's not an unboxing thing, but yeah, make like a, a quick YouTube video doing like a, uh, like a, because I mean, people are just sitting at home or whatever. I'm sure people, especially with new gaming systems, are gonna want to buy a TV and stuff like that, and they know you know your shit on on electronics and stuff. So yeah, maybe if, if well, you get time, do like maybe like a five minute video just on like the TV and what it features and what it looks like. I probably for, will, but let me just show you. Well, I was gonna say just. For Carlos and I, we, we both, for our living room TVs, we both have the, the Vizio, like, 50-inch, the Q-something. 65-inch, yeah. But, yeah, that, that at, at the time, that was a fucking dope-ass fucking TV. Like, had really great quality and all that stuff. So, that was, like, three years ago, so. Yeah, and this one blows that away. All right, so I'm going to, I'll just show you one feature that I haven't seen before this, all right? So, this is my. The camera's moving. Oh, this is my T, this is my 6-series TCL. And if you That's look like where it says PlayStation. Though. Like that's live, yeah. like that's actually, like the game, like oh, that you can play. I mean, like it gives you a preview of what your, of what that it's input like is. Picture yeah, it's like really fucking cool, and it's also it's like it's super bright. It the, the blacks are really good, um, the contrast ratio is really good. It's just, it's just, and I I just cannot what, what, believe. What do you mean the blacks? Yeah, Come the on. blacks, oh. you know? <laughs> the negroes. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, is, it, just, is it pretty much just plug and play, or did you need to get any sort of special accessories with it to get it like up and running to full power? No, the only thing that I will note is that if you're gonna get uh, HDR, if you're gonna get a new console, and you want to get HDR10 and all that, you know, 4K, fucking 60 hertz or you know 60 FPS or, or above, you should really get a, a HDMI 2.1 capable cable. Or at least something that it has 48, I think it's 48 gigs, um, or, or at least 40 gigs cable. Um, or you're going to miss some of the features. Like the feature that it showed you, I think it's called eARC. And that's uh, a feature that you're only going to get through uh, HDMI 2.1 cable, I believe. Yeah. Um, okay. So I mean, that, a that's. Of, a lot of TVs have like one port that has that feature. Like all the other ports, we don't HDMI. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, back in the uh, in the day or whatever, there was, I mean, you could go to, like, a Best Buy, and there would be, like, a $60 HDMI, HDMI cable, 
you know, like a ten dollar HDMI cable, and like you would just go in there and be like, I don't know what the fuck the difference is, and then I'll just get the expensive one because I guess that's better. And then I remember like people just saying like, for a little bit of time there there was no difference between There's still more no expensive HDMI cables yeah. and the and the cheaper ones. But what or what you're saying now is is with 4K now you need to get I guess a a better pre a better quality hdmi cable is that well, correct no no so it's not a better quality cable per se it's just a different cable like so there, there's different so hdmi 2.1 is a standard so they're still going to have these crazy mm -hmm. ass like you could probably buy a hundred dollar cable it's hdmi 2.1 but the thing is is that it's the same exact cable so this is the this is the problem like people are fucking stupid i'm not stupid i just don't know it's a digital signal so it's either on or off all right so i don't care if it's made out of fucking unicorn hair it's gonna it's gonna display the exact same signal as something that's copper. So I don't care if it's palladium, unobtainium in the core. It does it's it's on and off. Oh, yeah, back in the day with analog signals where it's like a waveform, yeah, you the quality of the cable did matter. But when it's just on and off, like it doesn't matter. So yeah, just the, the HDMI 2.1 is it's just a standard. So as long as it says HDMI 2.1 or 40 you know gigabits or above for the cable you should be good to go but don't go out and pay a hundred dollars for a cable for an hdmi cable okay it just it doesn't make so any it sense it, 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 it's basically the cable doesn't matter it's the, it's the port yeah it's just like uh like you notice how nobody cares about what kind of uh network cable that you have right mm -hmm. yeah it's all just the same shit like it because it's 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 all digital you know it just it, it's the same um if you go to monoprice.com, that's where I get all my cables from. It's mm -hmm. one of the cheapest places. Cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. They work. They don't fucking break. So, like, like I, I just looked it up in like uh, for a three foot cable, it's only like ten dollars. Yeah. Nice. And and it gives you the same standard of quality that, that you're gonna need. And if you if you have some crazy ass, you know, surround sound system that has you know Dolby Atmos and all that stuff, then you're definitely gonna want to have an HDMI 2.1, you know cable to support both your video and audio needs so yeah that's the only caveat is just that just the cable out of the box the performance is excellent um it automatically goes into game mode when you turn the game on so it gives you all the added in game features which there are plentiful you know it changes the the um, refresh rate on the screen for you automatically it changes the it put turns hd hdr on for you you know the only thing you might have to change on your in your playstation you probably have to turn on hdr um, cause I don't think it turns on automatically cause mm, mine didn't. Okay. So that's the only real caveat for the TV. But yeah, 650 bucks, you cannot go wrong with this TV. If, if you buy this TV and you are not satisfied, you got to tell me like what you have a problem with it. Cause I, so far it's nothing. One time it rebooted on me. That was it. <laughs> What's the actual model that you have? Like pink? It's the TCL six series, like the actual model number. Hold on, yeah. it's the it's the six series this year. But hold on, I think it's like a six thirty five or something like that. Hold on. So why I talk about it real quick? So I know that with the Chronos have the PlayStation Pro. I wonder if it's the same. What the fuck's going on? Something what or Prodigy? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> my my bad. I put the phone uh, in a different angle. No, on, was, on your penis? Was, no, but I thought you were like milking a fucking cow or some shit. He was jerking <laughs> off. He was milking something. Jeffrey Tubin. I was gonna bring that up on the Jeffrey next Tubin. thing. Jeffrey <laughs> Tubin. Isn't that oh, Chad? 
Uh, okay, what's the model of the TV? It's the uh, the TCL 55-inch 6 Series. The model number is 55R635. And I put and you it. bought that off of Amazon, right? Bought it off Amazon for 650 bucks. You can probably get it cheaper yeah. when Black Friday comes, but, I mean, the TV's fucking great. The only thing that I think they'll be better than this TV is when Hisense, when the 8 Series or 9 Series comes available again for the price. But it's not available right now, so. All right. So yeah, so I guess with everybody working at home and stuff like that, uh, doing business meetings, always a good thing not to um, jerk off during <laughs> your your Zoom meeting. Um, it's sort of something that I didn't think we need to tell people. But <laughs> apparently, there's a what was it? He's like a legal analyst for like CNN or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, for a whole bunch of whole bunch of places. Yeah, I was just thought it was just cool to just start beating his meat during a business uh, Zoom call. Who but does did he that? play? But did he play the yin yang twins in the background? Wait till you see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Who fucking does this? Like, if that you're guy. on a business call, what? I don't understand. Like, why? Why would you do this while you know that you're in a meeting and there's potentially other people watching you? That do you you know the administrative assistant got big old titties and it's been a while and you know sometimes your meat tell you what to do, not the other way around. Oh. You have to be a you have to be a psychopath to just be jerking <laughs> off during like business meetings like all right, let's let's talk about the budget and <laughs> what we're going to do for this fourth quarter period and then all of a sudden you just be like, yo, that, fat, I'm fucking, fat, fat, I'm, fat, I'm ready fat, to go. Fat. I need to get the grapeseed oil out. <laughs> 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 it makes no sense. <laughs> you said grapeseed oil, he said not grape baby oil. oil. <laughs> he said grapeseed oil. He didn't say lotion or baby oil or fucking KY. He said grapeseed oil. Like, Psychopaths. Not even uh, Christian. Trying to understand the man. It's like trying to understand the mind of psychopaths. Sometimes, I mean, obviously, if baby oil and just eating off in a bathroom into a sock or some toilet paper ain't doing it for this guy, he's bringing it up to a different level. So, I don't know if he's using Crisco or or, or fucking Pam or whatever. But, uh, but during a t so, I'm trying to put this together. Like, he knew that during a Zoom meeting. I mean, I I guess you can turn your camera off, obviously. But was maybe he was looking at the the office assistant or the executive admin, and he looking was at just her like, face? I don't know. Maybe Some she of had faces, man. Maybe I don't know, dude. If if people are if people are getting off on pissing and shitting, then I'm pretty sure you can get off of looking at just some chicks. Face. I don't know why you're looking at me, old Vento. I didn't mention no names. I didn't say none of that. You um, say I'm just gonna say trans rights matter. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> you're always going there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this, this guy. I mean, all jokes aside, this, this, he's he fucked up his own bag uh, <laughs> while fucking himself. <laughs> yeah, by fucking himself, and and I mean, I, I the only saving grace is this still sounds better than what Giuliani may have almost done. But, oh, yeah, but it, it's not much. This, this is awful. This is awful. I mean, shit. Did you jack it off on Google? Yeah. yeah. How did y'all even? I I didn't even hear about this. Like, what the fuck? 
It was like a big this, news. Dude, yeah, like, so if you think about it, this dude literally got paid to jerk off during a fucking meeting. I mean, up until he got caught, he was still employed. <laughs> so, Frank. Okay, so the, the one thing I understand, so, I mean, I can understand, like, you know, fuck it. You work from home, middle of the day. I had a, I had a crazy fucking day and just work one out. But, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I never came to the point where I'm like, look, I'm like in a meeting and I'm like, fuck, I need to work one out. Like, this guy <laughs> literally had, like, he had, like, during the meeting, he had on his mind that he's about to go fucking jerk one off and bust a nut to the point where he did not realize that his fucking camera was on. Like, yeah, how the I mean, fuck that even happen? Did he even, but I mean, I'm hearing the, I've heard a few of these stories throughout, um, the pandemic like kids are in like doing their zoom well, classroom no, and the moms are back there with no draws on in the background i, I, I saw know. that video like yeah. that shit, like, shit. i'm just like oh shit like how do people not know that like if someone's on a laptop you should probably assume especially if they're talking to their laptop it happens <laughs> it, happens. it actually happens on twitch all the fucking time too there's plenty of streamers on there where the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the old, you know, the mom, whatever, rolls by and draws panties or, or nothing while the stream is going on. I mean, some of those are just by accident, but this guy was doing this bullshit, like whacking off during work on purpose. Like, so what, what, what's kind of crazy about this is that you can't even like, like, like kind of uh, like say that, oh, cause I think that's like in his 60s or something like that. You can't even count it to old age because I mean, you do knows how to use a goddamn computer to look at porn. But he knows how to fucking close the goddamn browser to be able to like stop the camera fucking working. Oh wait, yeah. this is this is an older guy. Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah. Sixties, like 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 mid sixties, late sixties. How I mean, how often how often do you guys ever get caught the first time doing some shit you shouldn't be doing? Never. So you know <laughs> yeah. that this wasn't this dude's first fucking time jerking off during some business well, meeting. Or, or underneath the desk and it's like you this True. is not his first time doing some well, crazy no. shit like this. So maybe the other crazy thing is that like no. No, so the other crazy thing is that the dude was standing up to whack off. Like who the fuck Wait, stands up to whack off? He who stands up to take a shit, yeah, Blue? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like 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 the people who were on the Zoom call saw his junk. It was like so right now we're podcasting. And when you're, when you're in a Zoom call, you're sitting down. And if you wanted to whack off, like, there's no, like, no way you can see, like, somebody whacking off. Unless they stood up, because the people talked about how they saw his fucking penis. He, he's one, of, he's, he's basically one of these people in a trench coat walking down the street, yep. opening it up. <laughs> like, he yep. wants, he wanted you to see that, uh, his Franken-beans. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to exactly. say, did he, did he want to quit? That's one hell of a way to quit or get fired. Well, apparently he took a, a leave of absence. You, that, that's not quit. That's called being blackballed. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna You're hire him quickly. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Are you, All right, guys. So, oh, good. Oh. No, no, say so, yeah. Go I got, I got one I, last thing. I was trying thing. to wrap it up. I, I, I'm trying to get on this, uh, this, this haunting of uh, modern warfare. No, 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 okay, there's I'm one down. last thing because it just passed today, because it's, it's, it's trending on Twitter. San Francisco mm -hmm. has unanimously passed the Karen Act today. Oh, it is the and it's a it's a caution against racial and exploitative non-emergencies 
Karen Act. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, it's a, it's illegal now for you to call somebody, call 911 on somebody just because they're black or brown in yep. San Francisco, which is, that's a long time coming. Yep. Seriously. Good. Good. Hey, check, see what's trending right now is uh, Rudy Giuliani says his compromising scene in New Borat film is complete fabrication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they fabricated it, but uh, you, you uh, pulling down your pants almost with a 15-year-old girl in a hotel room. All right. Yeah. Or what you thought was a 15-year-old. Nasty ass. All right, guys. Uh, Blue, what you got popping this week? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I had everything set up, so I was going to say. Um, this weekend, so if you didn't know, the Sweetness and I moved into our house last, like, about a year, more than a year ago. We have a, I have a bunch of stuff at, at the Sweetness' parents' house, and like, hey, you need to come get your shit, or are you going to fucking go shit away? <laughs> so, uh, I need to kind of make room for that. But, um, shit, there's something else I want to talk about. Maybe I, maybe I might talk about it next week, but it's still exciting, but... Um, so do, I got to do yard work still. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. So, I, like, I've been kind of, since I, own my, since I own my own home for the first time, I've been getting into, like, home automation. So, like, I already have, like, lights and stuff set up that are controlled by Alexa and, like, automatic, like, keypads into the house, stuff like that. But I bought a fucking, I bought a, I bought a smart, or uh, they're called robot, robot vacuum cleaners. And I bought one called the, the Kylo. Like Kylo Ren or something like that, and it was Crap. the rock, like the the rock vacuum is really cool because it like it like goes around and cleans like it vacuums everything and it does a really good fucking job with that. But the one I bought was kind of dumb because it just would just go back and forth, but it actually wouldn't clean like the entire fucking house. And actually went off like I, I only bought it because it was cool and it was blue and it had like fucking lights. I'm like okay, my <laughs> plane and stuff was pretty cool. It's the like Fast that. and Furious of fucking robot vacs. What happened, Blue? Oh, Blue just said we lost him. Second time. Yep. Okay, well, we'll come back. Keep the vacuum cut him off. Oh, there we go, Blue. You were gone for a second. Oh, shit. Okay, well, what are you guys last heard me at? Because I think the vacuum might kill me. The vacuum. So, I, I bought two robots, robot vacuums. One's the Kylo. A Kaibo, it's Kaibo, and that one was really cool. It did a good job. It's small, portable, small. It, it's not that loud, but it was kind of dumb because it would miss areas. Because it would just be able to go around bouncing around like fucking. You know how you, you know how when you're watching like a, a DVD and that loading screen is kind of like bouncing around on the screen. It basically yeah. did that. And so it actually it went side to side, so it kind of had some kind of intelligence to it, but it didn't do that great job. So I had to upgrade something a little bit smarter. So I got a. So there's there's Roomba, there's I there's iRobot Roomba, there's um, Shark, um, there's Dyson, there's other robots out there. But I bought I decided to buy one called uh, Robot Rocky, Robot Rock, and this one has like lasers and stuff, and it like scans your whole fucking apartment and does all this kind of crazy shit. But it's it's actually pretty fucking dope. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Like you can you can say like hey go clean this room, and it will go and clean that room. Or you can say like, hey, go clean this other room. And it, what's so cool about it too is that it has a mop feature on there too. So it vacuums and mops too. So say like, if it goes to a room that has carpet, it will just vacuum. 
But once you get to an area where it's like there's hardwood floors, it would vacuum and mop at the same fucking time. And it, I mean, the mopping features isn't like perfect. Isn't like you're scrubbing like a spot or something like that. It's just like like a slight glaze over there to pick up any kind of like loose dirt or anything that's on the ground. But um, I don't know. So far, I've been having like so much fun. Like even just doing research about these guys and vacuum robots. Because uh, one kind of cool thing was that back when middle school, I was part of this robot program where basically like we had to build robots that would survive on Mars and be able to migrate oh, around there. So like there was like obstacle like we had to literally build a robot to 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 go over this course and pick up a certain amount of materials before it got to the launching pad. And this is like back in so I was in eighth grade, so this was like nineteen eighty nine when it happened and like we're actually we're working with like nasa people for this fucking program and like our team came in first place because like we had this cool system where it would basically drag basically the net and would pick a material at the road that went by but it had like quad traction controlling so it actually would move around like in um like in 180 degrees if it need to to get to like to like bypass obstacles like that so Seeing this robot go around cleaning my guy's house kind of takes me back to being a kid again. But um, so the robot that we I ended up buying is called the Robot Rocky uh, S5 Max. So if anybody want to purchase one, it's on Amazon. I, I wish we had a link to it because we probably can get some kind of kickback. But I don't know, it's a pretty cool robot, and it's what's also kind of cool is you can name it. So the robot, my robot name is Kit. So I'll be like, hey, I'll say like Alexa, tell Robot Rocky to start Kit cleaning and then all of a sudden start cleaning I personally said it wrong so she wouldn't actually start it because she wouldn't get mad see that robot bitch listen that's good I think what you got I think ain't cheap blue it's <laughs> mm-hmm. 650 bucks. It's not, it is not cheap. Don't tell the team yeah. that. It's, it's called the Robo Robo Rock S5 Max, not Robo Rocky. I I have found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Robo Um, no, it, it's actually it should be like 550. Yeah, 550. On Amazon. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. What else? So the other one, the the Kai robot I bought was 300. So it's just price Yeah, makes sense. Smarter. Uh, me, I'm gonna keep enjoying my TV while I can while <laughs> raising children. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Watch Dogs Legions coming out. Comes out uh, at the end of the month. I'm also looking forward to ending my goddamn sobriety uh, next <laughs> s- Sunday. Sunday. I mean, if I stay up late enough on Halloween, I'll do it. You know, that night at midnight. <laughs> so I'll have, have a drink at midnight. Um, and I think it's the I think it's also daylight savings day on that day, right? So I think I gain an yeah. hour or something like that. I can sleep in more or some shit. Sleep mm-hmm, forward, yeah. fall back, right? Oh, you fall back. Yeah, fall back. Yeah, so I, so I get an hour. So yeah, I can get a little a little extra drunk because I, I work on Sundays. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, How's you know. The coming along? What's up? How's the base coming along? Because I'm seeing some great artwork in the background. Oh yeah, you know, I just just put up some more artwork as you can see in the background. There's a. Uh, the another another painting from KMAC of uh, Thanos. There's two of them up there now, and then there's um, if you look at the Hulk that's over there, that's from my oldest daughter, and then the Koi was actually my tattoo that I have on my chest. Um, that was by KMAC too. So I'll put up some more artwork, um, and you can see all my comics, my loose comics that are sitting around that I'm catching up on. 
What's that green thing in the background? Oh, that's a uh, that's drill. Oh. It's a... Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's it's on a drill. Yeah, yeah, it's a Hitachi drill. Um, nice. yeah, oh, it, it looks like um, it looks like the the little robot from uh, Ninja Turtle, like the little <laughs> green robot that you had to like fucking like drop like get down low and like kick him in the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I actually a new one. This one kind of it's it's old and it's starting to suck now. So every, every time Rick comes over, he has this badass. Uh, I forget the fucking kind he uses, but I really want it. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> he has a lot of toys. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Rick Sanchez, because Rick Sanchez have all kind of crazy toys. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is just a PSA for people that are out there. If you own a car, and you and you brake and you start using your brakes, and you you hear a grinder, feel a grinding your fucking brake pedal, change your goddamn brakes. Mm. Like I went through a thing with my oldest daughter. This is not necessarily her fault because it's her first car, but I drove, you know, what two thousand plus miles, cross country. And the first time I pulled into a gas station, I, I noticed that it was gr- brakes were grinding, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" So I immediately, as soon as I got home, I bought new brakes and rotors because I was like, "If I could feel the grinding and hear the grinding, like it's probably metal on metal." And yeah, I took the pads off, and sure enough, there was literally zero brake pads left. It was it was God. rubbing the metal on the back of the pad. So yeah, change change your brakes, do maintenance on your cars. Um, thank goodness I drove most of the time because if we had to do some emergency braking in that car, we would not have fucking made it. So, yeah. Anyway, so kind, of crazy, kind of piggyback on what you said, Carlos, is that uh, the Sweeney's needed new tires for her car, and like literally, I could feel, like from the passenger seat, I could feel that her, she needed new tires. And, yeah. Like, I went to Costco to get new tires, and like she was riding on fucking wires. On, on the wires are showing. Basically. Yeah. yeah. All right, old ninja, are you still there? Yeah. Still here. All right. What you got? I mean, myself. Um, so I'm definitely riding this Haunting Ever Dance shit. Gonna be smashing on this. Um, still playing some Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, still, t- I'm actually behind on my reading. Um, trying to read these uh, Alphabet Squadron books because the it's games yeah. have reminded me to keep reading because there's a bunch of lore and stuff that. I mean, they do Easter eggs in the game. It's not like super important, but it keeps reminding me, like, hey, I need to finish these books. Um, we didn't talk about any of the comic stuff, but I, it came out a couple months ago. But the um, Ninja Turtles Ronin, I want to try to pick that up because it's about the oh, last yeah. Ninja Turtles that survived, and I guess they chronicle what happened. It's a limited run, and it should be done, I think, this month, something like that. Uh, so I want to try to either pick them all up or. I doubt there's a trade, but if there's a trade, I'm definitely going to pick that up. Um, that's kind of about it. Just going to be, you know, gaming a whole lot, and that's about it. Stitch, what you got? Um, I plan on, well, doing the, the whole Call of Duty uh, Halloween shit. Uh, I'm going to hop on that, and uh, now that everything seems to be back to normal. Um, also, the I, I stopped at the GameStop today just to uh, put some, some more money on the side down on the, the PlayStation 5. And um, it was sort of announced, but they, they confirmed that some of the accessories for the PlayStation 5 are going to be coming out prior to launch of the actual 5 itself. So if people are out there that uh, haven't ordered like a controller or a headset or something like that, there's a way where you can... You don't have to actually wait till launch day when it's going to be a zoo at your local GameStop or, or Walmart, wherever you got the pre-ordered your five at and you can team it looks like you can kind of get your hands on that prior to actual launch day which is really cool 
Um, on the on a personal note, uh, I've gotten a little storm to re, to sort of repeat after me when I say say dad dad or whatever. Yeah. So that was that was a really really cool uh, thing that. To, it was like two days ago. I was able to kind of get her to do it, but when I pull out my phone, she gets so so look. She gets all focused on the phone. I was like, damn it, I can't record it. But I was able to get to like record her like on the side. Like I just held my phone at like a weird angle, got her to do it. So that was really cool um, nice. to, to see that whole happen and uh, just little symbolic fatherhood stuff. Um, and then cooking wise, um, I'm gonna try to make a lobster and scallop pot pie. God yeah. damn, that sounds fancy. I, yeah, that, that sounds difficult. <laughs> it is, I, baking has always been an Achilles heel of mine. Like I can, I can, I can, I can do lobster thermidor. I can, I can do all kinds of random cooking stuff. I can't bake to save, I can't make chocolate chip cookies. Like I fuck that up what? every single time. The last wow. time I made chocolate chip cookies, I was like, okay, I just put the tray in. I was like, well, I'll just put two trays in and put one on the bottom shelf, one on the top shelf. No, wrong, because then the heat, yeah, the heat gets all fucked up or whatever. And this goes way back to like, even like in high school days, like I took, a, I took, I think five cooking classes in high school. And I remember one of the times I had to bake something, I put accidentally, I put baking soda instead of baking powder, fucked up this like Ooh. Irish, like <laughs> bread dish that I was cooking up. Soda bread. Yeah, baking baking has always said fuck you. You you can't you can't master me yet. But um, with cooking a pot pie, like doing all the lobster and scallops and stuff like that, which I'm good at lobster scallops is something I've been trying to master. But then actually baking, it's a whole different level of difficulty. I'm gonna try to reach out to like Matt from a prereq, see if he can give me some tips because normally when like I cook, you can kind of like season and taste to season as you're cooking it like if you're cooking like a stew or something like that you can't really do that with a pie or a pot pie because essentially you're fucking fucking it all up so you yeah, kind of have to have what's that it's history basically like you can't just throw random fucking ingredients into a fucking pot and shit what happened like you got like there's, there's yeah well like when, when you're cooking like yeah, when you're making like gumbo or like etouffee, you can be like, all right, it needs a little bit more acidity. It needs a little bit more spice, a little paprika, some paprika, whatever the fuck it is. You can kind of like tinker with it as you're cooking. But when you have a pie, or especially like a pot pie, like I want to cook, like essentially you get all the ingredients and then you put it in there and then you have to bake it. You can't really be like, all right, is it? Is it too bland now? Do I need to add more seasoning to it? Because you don't know because essentially the crust is being cooked while your ingredients are inside. So that's going to be like a challenge that I'm going to have to kind of figure out. So I'm trying to push my cooking level to a, a different uh, XP point during quarantine <laughs> times or so whatever. Just And then uh, also I did tell myself I was going to try to, I, I gave it a little goal of myself to read every issue of Unlimited X-Men. I mean, Ultimate, nice. and what's it called? Uncanny X-Men, uh, because yeah. it's on Marvel Unlimited. And I was gonna read either all the Ultimate Spider-Man, I was like, well, well, let me just read an episode, I mean, a, an issue a day, because we're not gonna be out of quarantine anytime fucking soon. So let me uh, let me, <laughs> let me uh, get some read on, but sometimes I get annoyed with Marvel Unlimited because they don't have the entire full run of 
all the episode of all the uh, issues um, with unlimited. I'm sorry, Uncanny X Men. It looks like they got all 500 episodes. I mean, 500 issues of it. So I was like, nice. all right, I can start from 1963 and work my way <laughs> all the way up just to sort of do that and just kill time. So I'll do that and maybe I'll like I'll live tweet it out or something like that just so I can document my adventure through that. That sounds right. awesome. Well, just to kind of piggyback off of uh, Stitch. So Stitch has been talking about doing an Among Us gameplay on Friday. Yes. So, I mean, I think if, if we can't, so the, the cap of people you can have in the group is 10. I think if, if there's a point where we can't get over, if we can't get 10, uh, I think it'd be kind of full of fun to like let the let the group know like, hey, this is the code that you can access and you can play along with us. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. speaking of more gaming, also, uh, I'm supposed to squad up with one of the guys from one of the admins from uh, Culture Junkies to do some Star Wars Squadrons. So we're nice. gonna try to twitch it out. Uh, I'm gonna try to like either co-stream or just uh, post the stream either after or whatnot. And then uh, Cronus and I, we didn't get to talk about uh, Star Trek Discovery, we'll, which we'll talk- came, which was started back last week. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll uh, talk about it next week. But real quick, something that you said. Sorry. Probably Jenner trying to get out of here, and so am I. So, uh, but you were just talking about uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin. You thought it came out mm-hmm. earlier this year. It's actually not even out yet. So it comes out ah. comes out next week. And if you happen to get one, because I, I pre-ordered it, and I was like, I didn't get it. I was like, did they fuck up my orders again? But it's yeah, it comes out on twenty eighth, and apparently they're they're shorted by one hundred thirty thousand. So goddamn, they are selling yeah. they are selling the number one for fifty dollars. Oh my god! Whoa. So hopefully. Oh. Hopefully, I get my my copy because it'll be worth a bunch of money. Wait, so uh, I know I know uh, this month uh, the Batman versus Batman Beyond comes out. Do you know if that's you know if there's any value in that? Because I, I feel like that might have a little bit more money than well, maybe not. No, it's huh, it, it, when things get shorted is when they make a bunch of money, or when it's like a new character, like with uh, Punchline. So yeah. Alright, I think I need to head to the comic book store to make sure I get that uh, that Batman versus Batman Beyond. Alright, go ahead, Brian. Uh, Alright, yeah, r- real quick. Uh, if you're listening to me and you're in the U.S., uh, try to uh, register to vote, or yes. if it, you know, if you can, try to vote early. Um, early. And. Yeah. Uh, I, one last piece of uh, pro tip if you're able to not everybody's able to but um i i took the whole uh, voting day or election day off i just want to see what the fuck madness is going to happen from my couch because um, i've already done the voting so if you can take it off and uh have a ho- have a hopefully relaxing uh, day and either watch the world burn or uh uh riots in the streets who knows has everybody voted um, yet on the podcast Hmm? Has, has everybody voted yet on the podcast? Because like, I, I voted already. Yeah. yeah. So my, my ballot is my ballot completed. I think I'm going tomorrow to drop it go. off. Yeah. Uh, I'm still settling into a new house, so lots of boxes everywhere and and yeah, whatnot. Like but Japanese fucking room. <laughs> yeah, this I'm in my son room, so uh, not not a bad space. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, weird, weird adjusting to sleeping in a, a new place, but uh, every, and that's only because I've been watching that ha- haunting of Hell House. But uh, but it's hey, all good. Man. Watch out for that lake lady. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, this is a PSA. 
Whatever Aisha Curry is doing, stop it. Go yeah. back to cooking. Go back to just being Steph's wife. What in the fuck is going on? You, you, you look you look kind of weird. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Some something's off. She was already she was thirst trapping earlier. Yeah, something's off. Something's off. You know how much I love the Currys, but the girl, this ain't it. All right, take us out, old ninja. All right, you just experienced the Dinkins podcast and the internet with Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. Uh, we are now officially on iHeartRadio, so check us out there. We're officially now on Spotify, we're on Amazon uh, Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Player FM, Stitcher, One Republic, uh, or Radio Republic, sorry. Uh, 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 what am I, oh, Twitch, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We're not on Snapchat because we don't need that. We're not 15, but whatever. Uh, Check our, our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash B-N-B-T-I, spelled B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. Uh, check us out also on... Let me see. Oh, Amazon. Amazon. Amazon is the last one. We actually have a mini app on there. We're listening to when we go live. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, whatnot, be the BTI. We, we promise not to show our dicks on air. Uh, yes. Only part of you promises that. Yeah. Ah! That's his own personal promise. Yeah. <laughs> skate, skate. Yeah, he is. <laughs>